If you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of this podcast. It's alright, sit and chill. There's an hour left to fill, and we gotta go fast. That's what so makes sense. GHC, GHC, GH, say your nuts and drain no drinkers. GHC, GHC, GH, your wrists and overthinkers. GHC, GHC, spinning through this crazy fandom. GHC, GHC, GHC. Knock, knock, it's Nathan. Howdy, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to the GHZ, a podcast about Sonic the Hedgehog. On behalf of my three fellow co-hosts, as always, we are so happy you're here. TT Sonic, Joshua. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, I suppose. I wouldn't say happy, but you know what? I'm not miserable. Are you ever? And, all right, mate. Just, here's a go, didn't he? Yeah, you know, I'm singing the theme tune live every single time. Live, just like Sonic Live. The popular Archie spin-off comic written and illustrated by Daddy Penders. You might have seen it on uh, store shelves. Keep an eye out for it. It's a cracking read. Also hard work on the YouTube channel this week. Yeah, we got a new thing out. It looks great. I made it, so I would say that, wouldn't I? If you haven't already liked and subscribed, give it a go, mate. Go on. It all helps to feed the algorithm. Oh, yeah. This is Grant. And hey, I'm Grant. I'm the third one who speaks. Uh, we're so glad that you're here. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to uh, like and subscribe wherever you're listening. Hey, maybe it's on YouTube. Maybe it's on Podcast Addict. Maybe it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor. Maybe you're listening in the UK or Canada or the United States or Germany. Wherever you're listening, we're glad that you're with us. And uh, we want to invite you to join us in the Discord as well. The link is in the description. And here we go. Here's Lee. I'm Lee, the podcast mascot. Just like Bubbles from Michael Jackson. Oh, the monkey yeah. did oh, the nothing monkey. wrong. The monkey did nothing wrong. We can we can like allegedly. The mm. Well, I thought mm, you were talking about the point. little guy from Marble Garden Zone. It's named after him. Named after him. Is he? Yeah. You know, I did wonder, mate. I did actually wonder. Trivia. Put, put that on Wikipedia. Citation. Yeah. Leave the podcast mascot from the GHC <laughs> mm. podcast. Sonic, get Sonic Retro on the line. I'm actually curious now, Grant, that you said that. I'm wondering where people actually are listening to us from. You mean like around the world or on platforms? Just like uh, around the world. Just like that Daft Punk song. Oh, no, I can't think of any other words. I was going to do a bit. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's There's... my favorite Josh bit. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Giving yeah, on a joke the... before Say you Say the line, Josh. Yeah, I did the fucking bit. <laughs> Yeah. So wherever you are out there in podcast land, why don't you, you know, drop us a note somewhere on one of our various Thanks, contact yes. methods. Tell yeah. us where you're listening from. We'd love to hear from you. I, I love it. I'm always replying to the comments. Well, we all do. Uh, we all pitch in. Um, but I love personally replying to the comments. And you might be able to tell which one is mine because I spell color with a U. Keep an eye out for it. Oh, disgusting. For you. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? We're an international production. We're like the space station. Uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're crossing boundary lines. Okay. We're we're, uh, we're Sonic Russia. without borders. I don't know. Anyway, we uh, we're here to talk about Sonic Three and Knuckles Part One, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog Finally. Three from 1994. Finally, I know Finally. it's uh, oh, however yeah. many episodes into this show, and we're finally getting to the uh, the big one, the big one. And we're joined by our good friend and longtime GHZer Emily. Yay! Yay. Hi. Welcome. 
Hi, Emily. Thank you for having me back. Yes, Emily was previously on our Sonic Symphony and Sonic Music episode uh, highlight. Uh, definitely check that episode out because we love talking about the music. The only good part of the series left. Definitely love talking about the music. So we're splitting it up. We're, this is Sonic 3 and Knuckles Part 1, where we're going to just focus on the Sonic 3 portion of the combined game, a.k.a. Sonic the Hedgehog 3, as it was released as a standalone game in the year of 1994. In uh, This one came out on Hedgehog Day, right? Mm-hmm. This one came out in February, didn't it? Yes, yeah. February Day. 2nd in North America. And it's something that I've always gotten mixed up because my mother's birthday is February 3rd. So in many uh, years, I would confuse those two days. And of course, now, like with Sonic Origins making it canon that Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the uh, the definitive version of the game going forward, uh, it may be lost to time that, in fact, they were released as two separate games. Why were they released as two separate games? Well, they had to make that McDonald's promotion, didn't they? They had to. There was a McDonald's Happy Meal promotion for Sonic 3 and Sega in their infinite wisdom was like, well, we... We can't give the, these games are not art. No, they are they are just to be used commercial to sell product. Happy Meal toys. They're commercial products. Uh, so Sonic Three's got to be split in half and rushed out the door. And and that was all we had. Dang Nabbit, we had Sonic Three and we were happy with it. Um, and Emily, one of the reasons that uh, uh, we wanted to talk to you about Sonic Three is that for a while you only had Sonic Three to experience, right? I did. So I had been playing Sonic 2 at my best friend's house. And my, I think, uh, Nathan, I told you that I was sympathetic to a story you told on another episode about kind of being a late adopter. So I was not really allowed to have video games. And my Mm. parents were certainly not going to pay for a video game system. And money was a little bit tight. So I had been, you know, whining for the majority of 2000 or the majority of 1994 about how much I wanted a Genesis. And uh, all I got with it on Christmas morning was a Sonic 3 cartridge. And I didn't actually play and Sonic and Knuckles until I think 1997 on or 98 on a PC. So I experienced it entirely as its own thing for a very long time. It was, um, I, I, for me, I got Sonic and Knuckles that Christmas of 1994. Uh, so for me, it's like Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles were distinct time periods. Because when you're a kid, it's like it, it's Sonic, for me, it was like Sonic 3 was fourth grade. And then Sonic and Knuckles was fifth grade. So it's a totally, to, I was t- two totally different people by the time Sonic and Knuckles came out. And that whole summer of 94 was all about Sonic 3, playing with my brother in competition mode and well, there's a lot to talk about with Sonic 3, so we'll we'll get into it. Um, but I'm curious for the rest of the co-hosts, too. Uh, when was the first time that you played Sonic 3? Was it uh, when it first released, or did you come to it a little bit later? Um, Sonic 3, I can't remember, honestly. I remember getting uh, Sonic 2 first. That was, I, I, I got my shit all jumbled up, man. I got Sonic 1 for my seventh birthday. Then uh, Sonic and Knuckles, I think I got for Christmas that year. So... I think it was for my eighth birthday. It was following on. I, yeah, I'm the outlier here. I think I got uh, Sonic and Knuckles first. So, uh, mm. so uh, which I said before. So, yeah, Sonic Three was still like this kind of like weird holy grail thing to me. And because by that point it was well known that you had to link these things together to get the full story, I was just like, man, where the fuck is part one of this? You know. So that was a tough uh, six to eight months. I forget, but. Um, yeah, I think it was my eighth birthday, I think. And 
played the absolute shit out of it really to be honest like now i've, I've definitely crystallized on sonic 2 being my favorite it's the one i usually go back to for just have a quick playthrough but sonic 3 and knuckles or just you know the, the big boy sonic 3 if you like was um definitely the one i played the most man uh all the way through until the saturn came out and then i got sonic jam and i played it on that and then i uh, and then i got it on mega collection and just played it all the time anyway it never really left my console um, yeah, I played Sonic 3 shortly after it came out, um, whenever it was available to rent at Blockbuster. And, um, yeah. Yeah, Blockbuster yeah. Video. Um, so, yeah, it was... Um, it, that was a good rental. That was like, oh, this is a good weekend. This is like this is the oh, weekend shit, all yeah. sorted out <laughs> for like, I don't know, however much Dad paid for it. Three quid, five quid for a rent, whatever whatever it was back then. Much. Back yeah, in the day, yeah. much, mate. It was like like two quid or something yeah it went much were there other save files on the rented game like of other players oh i don't actually recall but you know like we wouldn't do that we wanted to go through it all from the beginning Mm -hmm. so yeah so that was exciting eventually my brother um got a copy himself and um yeah then christmas 94 i got sonic and knuckles so I played them, played them in order, and also experienced that gap between them. How about you, Nathan? Yes, actually, I have a f- fairly similar experience. So, well, kind of also related to Emily's uh, previous comments, where I had a very um, protected childhood, I guess you could put it like that, and uh, I was only allowed to rent an entire video game system for like my birthday. So we weren't even allowed to own video game systems for a time in our childhood. So it would have been my birthday in 1994 when I got to rent a Sega Genesis and play Sonic the Hedgehog 3. So that would have been like right before Sonic and Knuckles came out. So I do remember playing Sonic 3 through this rented copy from Blockbuster as well. And there was a save file beaten on it where it was a cleared save file with all the Chaos Emeralds already, which was awesome because then I could just play through level select and jump around and just do supersonic through any of them without having to earn it myself. So I remember my brother and I having a lot of fun doing that. Um, And uh, I did play through it myself as well, but I can't remember. I think we might have gotten stuck at that uh, barrel in Carnival Night Zone. I don't remember if I ever Ah, cleared it in one of those weekend rentals. (laughs) Noobs. The infamous barrel. I don't remember if I got stuck at the barrel or not. I do remember that I had one of the rare broken cartridges of Sonic 3 where the save file didn't actually work. Oh, like it, it, ne- it never actually sucks. saved your progress. But it was kind of fine because Sonic 3 is a relatively short-ish game, so you could mm. still... it was. I would just play through it over and over and over again. And Sonic 3, for me, was like... I was, I was really into Sonic 2, which I think was the first Sonic game that I played, and then came into Sonic 1. But Sonic 3 was the first one where I was really really obsessed with it and replaying the game uh on sonic 3 air uh before this episode it's it's sort of easy to see why uh this is a game that you can become obsessed with uh because it's like it's it's quite different from sonic 2 like right from the beginning it's very different it's like there's a lot more story in sonic 3 that's that's presented to you sonic 1 and sonic 2 there's there's some story but it's kind of mostly in the manual and then you get some story elements at the end of sonic 2 but sonic 3 opens with a cutscene. And it's like picking up from the end of Sonic 2. You're seeing Sonic and Tails on the tornado and they're flying into a new island and Super Sonic's there. And then pow, here comes Knuckles, this brand new character who can knock out the Chaos Emeralds from Super Sonic in one punch. And he's laughing at you. I mean, there's there's uh, there's four essentially cutscenes in the very first 
level of the game in Angel Island Zone. You've got the opening, then you see the level transform when the uh, the flying machines come in and burn the island. Then oh, you've man. got the like flying battery that drops bombs. That's like another cutscene. And then of course you've got the cutscene at the end of the level where Knuckles drops you into the second level, which uh, is a pronounced high drosity uh zone um (laughs) (laughs) thank you grant um so there's there's like an epic quality to the game like right from the beginning like it it, it's it's grabbing you with like it's grabbing you by the lapels and saying there's this is a story this is an epic adventure this is a a new a new type of sonic uh and it's very very exciting i do Um, appreciate that all those cutscenes are like about the maximum length that i think i can maybe endure for a sonic cutscene which is about 15 (laughs) seconds or less (laughs) i remember my nine-year-old brain being blown even before the game started when sonic just like flashes into my screen and i'm like oh this is like i think sonic 3 was the first game i had where i really because i played so much sonic 2 where even from the beginning i i felt like oh like the future is coming like this is this is more cool than the thing i just uh i just played with even though it was a shorter game yeah the background of the sega logo goes black and then you get the big like cg pre-rendered sonic and it's like oh this is the future this is this is it's not like toy story because we don't know what that is yeah it's like jurassic park Yeah. yeah Yeah, it did feel like, you know, welcome to the next level. Yeah, they were really ramping things up. And Sonic always had that um, polygon aesthetic that they were trying to go for, try and ape that. Uh, I think they lost it a little bit, really, in the second one. But yeah, that it, it came flying back in. It was like nothing you'd seen, wasn't it? And and everything about it just screamed like, this is a high-quality product. And to know that it was only then half of it, you know, the yeah. anticipation was just crazy. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I must have played the game uh, over the summer of 1994, like at a friend's house when I spent the night, because I have this distinct memory of, do you recall having to input that level select? Yes. Insanely small window to press up, up, down, down, down up, down, up, 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 like as Sonic is yeah. jumping towards the screen and before the full title screen appears. It is very difficult to pull off. And I remember watching my friend's older brother, like try for maybe half an hour to put this into the game. So that we can play around with level select and debug mode. Does any, so have any of y'all here been able to like successively pull this off legitimately? Yes, yes. yes. I could as a not kid. often. <laughs> no, yeah, not often ever. I think. So yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not that. It's not just that. There's a small window. Um, like people on the Sonic Retro forums have broken down how it works, and I forget the exact details, but I think it's like there's a small window for each specific input. So it's very easy to fuck up it's i i don't know why we made it that way um like you could think oh maybe it was just for the devs but then it's like well no then they wouldn't make it that difficult i don't know man <laughs> yeah and then when you <laughs> well, devs are just trying to like oh we've got to place some fucking items in the levels right get, get the level select out and they're just there, like oh, <laughs> yeah. that's why they had to split like, the game shit. in half because they couldn't finish the game that's it <laughs> they kept trying to put yeah. in this code it's like oh, i can't jump to the second half of this game it took me oh three God, days to get this code myth, man but then when you do get to the level select, you're like, oh, I'm I'm not supposed to be here. This is this is oh, there's levels that aren't in the game. They're using all the thumbnails from Sonic 2 zones. Like what's what's going mm. on, lads? This is Yeah. This isn't for us. 
then you just like try and leave the Genesis on as long as possible. Cause if you reset <laughs> the game, right, this code would still stay in, but if you powered it off entirely, then mm. you'd have to start over from yeah. scratch and put that damn code back in. Yeah. How will you ever see ice cap zone? Otherwise that was hmm. also mind blowing to me, uh, as a kid, because that, I think Sonic three was the first game I had that had like, a any kind of a save feature. So I was like, I don't just have to leave the Genesis on overnight. Like I can like, it will save my, I don't know. For me, that was like, again, very, the computer remembers where you are. We were impressed (laughs) by not a lot in the nineties. And I was very impressed by that. (laughs) It's more of an incentive, you know, because for someone like me who I didn't actually have a mega drive, my brother did. And it was like, well, as long as I'm allowed to go on it, then I can play and you know it being able to like oh i can only play it for a little bit i'll come back later you know because i i didn't see the end of sonic 2 well i saw him do it but you know you didn't do it yourself unless you were able to save your progress and and get in when he was like at at school or whatever and i was on summer holidays or you know so it was nice it was an incentive to keep going and to actually progress and, and see the end of the thing I think that's something that must seem really strange to today's generation, where every game has yeah. a save feature. Just like every yeah. game, absolutely every game, even if it's just you don't like even the... have to do anything now. It just saves. You don't, you don't yeah. auto save. Yeah, yeah, it just does it. Oh, um, save. Yeah. Whereas they're spoiled. They are. They got no lives to worry about. No yeah. continues. <laughs> Back in our day, yeah, not every game saved. We had to input yeah. frame perfect codes in a two second window, and our phones were attached to the wall. Yeah. yeah, I mean the climate. The climate's <laughs> less good now, but uh, I mean, other than that, they've got it made <laughs> with, with better things. For everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I keep hearing about how Sonic games shouldn't have lives because you know, oh, it's a quality of life thing. It's, it's um, ah, just fucking play the game, man. Just do the special. Just get the rings and beat the thing. I don't know. I don't. Well, I said that last episode, didn't I? I was playing Sonic Air, and I was just like, I got like thirty lives at the end of this thing, and I've died twice. Like just. Just be better. <laughs> yeah, just good. fucking play, noob. <laughs> nice advice, Josh. Just get good. <laughs> just fucking get good. Look, the kids, they like the Elden Ring. They like the Dark Souls, yeah? They know what I'm talking about. Get good. The kids know. Before yeah. we uh, break this game down zone by zone, I'm curious uh, if you guys also engaged with the Happy Meal promotion and went to McDonald's too many times to try to collect all of the Sonic toys because that was definitely a thing of me begging my mom to be like, can we go to McDonald's again? And and had to get all of the uh, Sonic 3 Sonic toys and the the Sonic bag with the, the little maze on it for Angel Island and the art for Knuckles on the bag. Were they already past the little cardboard Happy Meal? Uh, whatever you want to call it, boxes at that point. Was it oh, yeah. They, it it came in like a, yeah, it came in just like a paper bag, a white paper bag with like uh, oh. some facts about uh, Sonic 3 and and like a maze. Dude, that's fucking that's lame. Not... We had boxes and we had... Oh, you <laughs> had the boxes? It's like, oh, yeah. dude, it's dude, like another you, world, mate. Have you, have yeah. you seen our boxes? Have they you seen ice them? Captain, they were, right? Yeah, Lee, why don't you show us your box? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, there's, no, there's, oh, go to find the wiki. Um, find the Sonic Free Happy Meal yeah. wiki. Um, I'm sure there's, there's a comprehensive, yeah, Happy Meal wiki. Uh, no, there's, it's on the Sonic wiki. It is there. Um, so it wasn't just one box either. Like, this was, it was the 90s. You know, they did things big in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's ever, it was the Clinton era, you know. Except it were in the UK, so <laughs> it was the Clinton era over there too, really. <laughs> well, look, we, it it was the vibe. It was the vibe of the era, you know. It was everyone the, was optimistic. 
It was ninety four. Yes. Truly was the year of plenty. You know, we just had Jurassic well, Park. 90s, mate. We'd yeah. had Jurassic Park <laughs> the year before. We hadn't yet had Jurassic Park two, so things were still good there. Exactly. Yeah. We're in that, yeah. go- that golden Both period. Right. We'd had Jurassic Park not experienced Lost World yet, so everything was perfect. They're like, yeah, multiple, multiple Happy Meal boxes, right? Multiple. And wow. each one was a different wow. zone. A different zone from Sonic wow. 3. They had one I don't... Wow. Did they have one for each, all six zones, or were there like four or something? Or do you uh, know I don't think it was all six, uh, but there was like, I want to say at least three. Um, I think there was like a lunch base. Hmm. There's uh, definitely cool. Ice Cap, because that's ice the one cap. I had. I had ice caps in one. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember the little like plastic display that they'd have in the McDonald's showing you all the happy meal sure toys? Yes. Yeah, and that was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that was like a diorama of Angel Island Zone. Yeah, it was baller, mm-hmm. man. It was fucking yeah. cool. It was cool. Yeah, so and I yeah. finally got to go uh, one time, but I uh, yeah, we didn't. I didn't go to McDonald's much as a kid. Um, mum and dad wouldn't allow it because you know it's unhealthy and all that. Uh, but yeah, and they I were wrong. To get in the they were. No, I mean they were. <laughs> I got to the point where I was like, you know, when I was sixteen and I got a job, and I'm like, I can eat all the fucking McDonald's I want, and then I did, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm never gonna go. Here again. <laughs> uh, so I learned my lesson. I... They were absolutely right. Yeah. I, I feel like my my sad sob story, uh, other than just having Sonic Three for a really long time. Uh, is that another thing my parents were like weirdly protective and controlling of was I wasn't allowed to have what were considered boy toys. And that also fed down, that also fed down into like McDonald's, like Happy Meal, whatever type of, you know, Burger King, whatever toys as well. And I remember I wanted the Sonic 3 toys. And so like, I sort of had to like, like, you know, like, mom, what's the worst that could happen? Um, you know, if you let me get this, the Sonic three toy and, um, you know, did it work? I think I've, I, I mean, I think I turned out okay. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> so you got the toys yeah. and they didn't ruin your life. <laughs> I got one of the toys, but my, my mom was definitely like Southern bell style. of like, don't you want a Barbie toy? Wouldn't you like that? And I was like, mm. <laughs> No, I want you this. See? I want the Sonic toy. You didn't try like the deceit Great. angle and lie about tails and knuckles being girls. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I should have, but no. It was. It was it's like that bad. was always a thing because uh, a lot of times in the '90s you would get a boy toy or a girl toy with your Happy Meal, and I was always like, right. "Oh, come on! Like, <laughs> let me have the toy that you know." Because I frequently also wanted the girl toys, but like with this one, I was like, I I want this Sonic toy, and it it took some uh some convincing on the part of my mom to let me go get it. Wow. These were exciting because there were no Sonic toys at all yet. Like, right? Wanted Sonic toys yeah, desperately, but oh, we there had. was there was this is all we had. I I used to make my own out of Lego. Is that lame? No, now now Lego were making their own out of Lego. It's all good. Man. Yeah, right. Because this is the thing: the kids have now they've got the real Sonic Lego. Do you know what I used to do? Is you, you, you <laughs> had the old uh, space one. I forget how to call the shit name. It was around in the eighties. It was like a space one that had like green, uh, translucent kind of Mtron. Or it might have actually been space yeah. pirates or something. Uh, the black what, team. It was one of the space cool as shit. Mm. Blacktron. I think it might have been. That's uh, actually yeah. Blacktron and Mtron. Don't, don't at me. That was the name. <laughs> um, Blacktron and. Uh, 
it had like a green like uh like canopy thing like it was sort of green and translucent and if you got two of them i got two of them and i like <laughs> sticky taped them together to make a giant chaos emerald uh yeah. and uh made like you know figures to go like dr robotnik had the whole thing but i kept my mcdonald's box and i kind of like folded it out to make a little shrine thing for the thing this is all we had oh, you so kids cute. you don't yeah. know what you thank you um <laughs> yeah they don't they yeah. don't know um i man, did not know. have the toys we had right oh man <laughs> like well like yeah my parents were also very strict on food intake as well and uh, mcdonald's was not something that we went to very often if ever but uh i we had some friends from uh the neighborhood and church and they had the Sonic toys and the boy around my age of that family very kindly gave his toys to me because Aww. I had like told him, I was like, oh, I just want to like see the Knuckles toy because I guess I'd never seen Knuckles before that, right? Other than like maybe the commercials and stuff. And I wanted to see what he looked like. And I was, I, I was telling my friend, I, I just want to see what Knuckles looks like so I can try and draw him in my notebooks. And then he just like gave me the toy. He's like, oh, you can keep it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's a what a nice guy. Story. Yeah. So he had the okay. Sonic toy and the Knuckles toy. So those might still be in a box somewhere at my parents' house. So thank you, John. Did you then want to know what Knuckles' feet looked like? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's because he was that in was that cloud thing. Foot fetish. <laughs> as a 10-year-old, I was never able to see Knuckles' feet. God, that explains everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the mystery of it. Um, the, the Sonic toy, I remember he had that like American mohawk cast thing. Uh, I never had mm-hmm. it. My friend had it. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, trade me a thing. And he never did, the son of a bitch. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. And, uh, but you guys had a different Tails. Is that right? Like, Eggman was the same. All the other ones are the same. But Tails... We had two different figures, right? I thought there was like a couple yeah. versions. Yeah, I, I did not have that toy, yeah. so I'm not familiar. But I thought it was like one of those little um, helicopter things, yeah. right? Like a string Tails was the worst one forward? because it was just like a sticker on like a thin piece of plastic. And then, yeah, mm. the helicopter tails. But like mm. he was just like he was just like a sticker on a flat piece of plastic. So it was like it wasn't it wasn't that good. Yeah, that yeah it wasn't like a, a molded. Yeah, then that was like too dangerous for Europe, and maybe they even changed it in America <laughs> later. They're like, yeah. no, I know. We can it was, handle it. It. It, was, it was like a dragonflies. There, there's a reference for the kids. Yeah, right. it, was, it was like a dragonflies. Wait, so you'll shoot so, your eye out. So Kinder eggs are too dangerous for Americans, but plastic yeah. tails <laughs> is too dangerous for England. Yeah, well, for, because it yeah, was flying off. It, was, it had the cords. Maybe you could strangle yourself. I don't know. But then, yeah, we got yeah. one where I, I don't even know what it does for one we got. I was like, what does yeah. this do? Um, because it's got tails that are more like actual tails tails. And, yeah. Yeah, but what does it do? Yeah. What does it do? And okay. Japan, Japan, they they got a real Eggman. They got the real Robotnik. They've got oh, yeah, the one right like in the game, not like the mm. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. We got the Deckhead one. Got. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking, dickhead. Dickhead. You know, the Conehead version. Yeah. <laughs> lame. Lame. I want yeah. the Japanese one. I always see them on Yahoo auctions and they're pretty cheap. But then whenever there's one on eBay, it like us back a Gaijin have to pay like 50 quid or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's obscene. Obscene. I've never thought to look on eBay. I've never ever thought. I'm gonna have a look right now. Sonic Three, McDonald's toys. Um, so well, well worth overall, well worth uh, delaying the fucking game for and all that and splitting it up. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, we can all agree. Good on job, Kalinsky. Right? Had a boy, Tommy. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's 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 get into the game and let's uh, let's talk about each zone and some of the features of the game. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, Angel Island Zone. Let's let's start there. I kind of set that up a little bit earlier. I do remember the very first time playing it on it as a not as a demo, but at like a kiosk at Toys R Us before actually owning the game and just running through the first part of the level and then to that tree where it's sort of like 3D where you like oh, right yeah. right before the island burns. That that was like a whoa, this is the 90s. This is oh. 1994. <laughs> this isn't Sonic 2 anymore. Uh that was that was pretty wild. Um the uh uh i mean there's a there's a number of features that are new to sonic 3 right off the bat where it's it was definitely more fun to play with my younger brother because there was there was the competition mode where you could play as knuckles but also in the main game tails actually was useful because he could carry sonic around so it was and fun can, to yeah, like control him flying instead of just only see him fly yeah. when he dies mm. yeah um angel island zone is uh it's it's a it's a great level. It's definitely like a great, I, I think really honestly, there's not a bad zone in Sonic three uh, for me. Like the, they're all really unique, really distinct. I mean, you've get, you get a lot of like variety just in angel Island zone alone. Um, it's, it's very visually engaging. Uh, the music is cool. It like definitely sets the tone for this new adventure. Um, I just love it so much. Angel islands is one of my all time favorite Sonic levels. And it may, it makes such a strong impression, especially after yeah. you had Green Hill in Sonic 1, Emerald Hill in Sonic 2, which is just another Green Hill. The, you had like Turquoise Hill, Palm Tree Panic. They were it's all, all the same. Yeah. You know? like yeah. Son, Sonic 2 on Game Gear Master System, you had Underground Zone, but then there was a Green Hill later. You know, you could tell that was yeah. supposed to be level one. And this, it's, yeah, it's still tropical, but it's a tropical jungle. And you've got yeah. new stuff going on. You've got, oh, there's robot flowers, there's robot rhinos, you've got monkey dude, he's a bit of a coconut, but he's got <laughs> he's got he's got more animation to his arms. So it's like, oh, this is the future. Look at look at how long his arm is. You didn't get arms that long in Sonic 2. Nice. <laughs> Futuristic. In nineteen ninety four arms could be longer than at yeah. a time before. It was a new. It was a new time. One of the first things you do in Angel Island Zone is after you drop off that first platform, you you see the new type of special stages and the new accessing, the new way to access them, which is the giant zone rings, and then you get the new special stages, which uh, were also three D. They were in the commercials and they looked cool as shit. And um, yeah, how do we feel about Blue Spheres? I really, I love them as a kid. As time goes on, I don't know how how much I love them anymore. They're because I just have them like so memorized at this point. Like I, it's I I, I like them. They're yeah. they're good Blue Spheres. But like at the time, it was it was amazing. I think I mentioned on a previous episode about my experience of like learning to love Blue Spheres um, as an adult because <laughs> I don't think I ever really cared for them too much uh, when mm-hmm. Sonic Three came out. I wasn't very good at them and. I don't think I enjoyed the experience of playing them. So that's why I was so thankful to have that uh, completed supersonic save file on my rented copy from Blockbuster. <laughs> so it saved me the work of having to do it or accomplishing something that I might not have been capable of doing at that age in my life. But yeah, I mean, I think they're fine. I think it's a cool little mini game. Uh, oh, I did want to go back and mention that uh, my slightly hot take, or actually, I guess I'll commit to saying this. I think Angel Island Zone is my favorite first level in a Sonic game. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it does make a strong impression hmm. on this. And if you haven't played Sonic CD as well, like seeing the the friendly tropical level one 
get fucked up and burnt to a crisp and turn into like yeah. a, you know, <laughs> a, a bad future right in front of you. Well, it was uh, yeah, yeah, that was that yeah, was unprecedented yeah. as well. It's, it's so dramatic because we haven't it's seen that dramatic. in. I mean, yeah, Sonic CD with its time travel, but yeah, we hadn't seen mm. a level change like that. No, in the middle of it, around you, yeah. The first time I played that, I remember I thought I'd fucked up something because I was like, oh no, everything's on fire, oh no. Uh, and you, I thought... You killed the guy, yeah. Yeah, I thought mm. there must be another way, and I remember trying several times. I Again, I was a, a dumb baby, so I thought, like, <laughs> there must be <laughs> there must be some other time, like, other way that I can um, play this where the island doesn't catch on fire, and I was I was very concerned about the fire situation on Angel Island. Yeah, L is real 2040-01. You know what, though? That would, be, that would be even cooler if you beat it in, like, 15 seconds or however long if it didn't set it on fire like that would be a cool thing to do in a sonic game like that's what we want to see in sonic mania 2 for example yeah yeah we'd like to see that yeah um the music remixes if i can talk about those oh no i didn't talk about the special stages did i um blue balls yeah it's all right um yeah, blue we all love blue balls it's like but yeah because i insist on calling it that because that's how the, that's what the developers intended yeah Blue balls. Um, Get blue it balls. Was, uh, I, you know, I did. I've got blue balls many times. And, what, right now, uh, it's look, man. Come on, uh, it's a family <laughs> show. It's a family show. Oh, whatever. Um, what it is? Yeah, I, know, I know. Fuck that, man. Um, what it is? Yeah, is it's like it's like eating your vegetables. Like as a kid, you don't want to do these fucking things, and but like as an adult, it's like I, you know, I accept that I've got to do this to get the bit that I want. You know, it's like the dessert is the supersonic and the your broccoli is the fucking <laughs> you know getting blue balls Life it's just it's suffering. just rote at this point <laughs> no fun. i like broccoli yeah roasted yeah. broccoli trust me on this one honey mm-hmm. paprika on there oh Ooh. man anyway look can um, you put honey and paprika on blue balls Folks. it doesn't help I tried. Wow. it doesn't help <laughs> um anyway look stop it look family audience look um it's yeah it's just rote at this point it's just like going through the motions uh, those motions being left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, left, right, left. It's just not, it's not very exciting, but it's also, you know, maybe the most accessible because once you sort of learn the layouts a little bit, it's it just, oh yeah, oh, it's this guy again. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get around to that. Anyway, that was my really exciting thought. Which one did you, which one, did you get stuck on any of them as a kid? Because I remember mm. the one that's red and white. Yeah, uh, the one that looks sort of like carnival. That I would, I would get stuck on that oh, one. Oh yeah, like I, that was the hardest one for me. That's a little fucker. <laughs> that one, yeah. That one and the seventh one. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, I think the fourth bastards. one. That was that was the toughest one for me back then. Um, I think I oh, think we talked. To remember. Yeah, I think I think we talked about this on our special stage episode. But I think if you take all the special stages in isolation as just like his a little game. Blue Spheres mm. holds up the best because it is mm-hmm. an actual game with some actual game structure and logic to it. You know, it's, yeah. it's a bit deeper than what's offered on previous games, but then that sort of works to its disadvantage in the context of Sonic 3, I think, because it changes the pace entirely. It goes from you're playing this fast, zippy action platformer, and then you're doing this like ponderous little puzzle game and it does get fast yeah. as well but that's mm-hmm. what it is it's like it's like a bit of a bit of a puzzle action kind of thing it's it it doesn't it doesn't mesh well i don't think 
Yeah. No, yeah. it's just more of a technical showpiece for them, I suppose, wasn't it? Because they were working on that for like a, a year or something beforehand, right? I remember them hearing about them just getting that technology down for ages, and they wanted originally to incorporate that into the game. That's yeah, so they Eugene want Naka's the... hubris. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> hubris. Same old, same old story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Originally, Sonic Three was going to be all three D, right? It was going to be isometric. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they've said they wanted to use the same the same technology they used for virtual racing on Mega Drive. So it would be like the bigger oh, wow. cartridge with a chip or whatever. Um but that yeah. was also because of McDonald's, they're like, Oh, we won't we can't like it was both like I think the expense and shortage of the chips or whatever, or there was a delay on virtual racing and then also this McDonald's thing. So yeah, it was just circumstances. Um, Thanks, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, they fucked yeah. I really liked uh, Blue Spheres. I was a. I, I, I know this will be shocking given the other information I've given you about myself, uh, even during this podcast. I was a fairly anxious kid, so like hmm. Blue Spheres really played into my desire to uh, like repetitively uh, complete a pattern. Uh, I, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it looked really cool. Again, I felt like that was another thing that I looked at and was like, oh, the future is here. 1994. Nothing but good mm-hmm. things could happen after the 90s. Um, yeah. And uh, I really liked it as a kid. The song is completely awesome, too. It's one of my favorites on the entire soundtrack. Oh, recycled. Well. Yeah, we, we would. Yeah, med- many years later. Um uh, some nice gentlemen would dump the unreleased 1992 arcade game Sega Sonic Brothers onto the internet and oh, yeah. would find that that's where Blue Spears was from, the Blue Spears oh. music. So uh, another thing about Angel Island and and experiencing Sonic 3 uh, as it unfolds is now there's mini-bosses. At the, the acts are bigger, mm-hmm. the zones are bigger, there's mini-bosses, and the mini-boss theme... Uh, has samples in it, uh, which it's, was cool as shit. Fucking oh, it was so cool. They've got, they've got, so they've, cool. got, they've got words in it. They've got words on the Mega Drive <laughs> game. It was the future, man. It's futuristic. It's futuristic as fuck. Come on. Come, I mean, yeah, the yeah. words were like, come on. And yeah. And <laughs> and then a launch base. Go, 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 go. And I was go, like, I don't oh. want to hear any other words in a Sonic game. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear anyone it. talking. I just want to hear them going, go, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Like, that's all I need. Just a little bit of encouragement. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> Come on! It, it was nice. It was, it was like the gauntlet was being thrown. It's like, oh, I've got to come on. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, it's a battle. Oh, no. It's a battle now. That was like my head. That's my head cannon. Is that, that was the robot talking to you, right? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> it comes down. Yeah, he's yeah. like, come on. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. It's going, dude. It's fucking go. I... I remember uh, my best friend and I having a conversation about the sample and launch base because I thought it was just go, 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 go. And then she was like, no, it's saying go tails, go, go tails, go. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any (laughs) sense because, but, but if I, but now that I am an adult and I like, you know, play this game, it does sort of sound like that, which is, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's like the the sneezing uh, and <laughs> Casino Night <laughs> thing. Sonic like, too. yeah. In a previous episode, Nathan described hearing this sound effect as a sneeze. <laughs> Gazoon tight. Again, this is these are the things you had to entertain yourself with in the nineties. Uh, <laughs> figuring yeah, out voice yeah. samples. Well, we didn't. 
we didn't have the internet. We had to, yeah, we just had all these like urban legends circulating, yeah. like these playground we fucking urban legends. We make up facts for legends. ourselves. Yeah, like Knuckles being a girl because he was pink. I'm like, and I'm there like in this playground, like he's fucking magenta, like, <laughs> shaking this kid like by the cuffs, like are oh, you fucking? Yeah, um, I, I wasn't an angry kid. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah speaking of the sure, music sure, sure. i'll say this i think the title screen music and the invincibility song in sonic 3 are far better than the ones in sonic and knuckles yes or i prefer them okay. they're much yeah. more energetic yeah yeah agreed the invincibility the mini boss like the credits it's all good like all the sonic 3 exclusive though. yeah well look, very repetitive you, but yeah. it's bad it's mm. bad for supersonic it's fine as an invincibility yeah. jingle yeah, that's all good. And speaking of jingles, yeah. No, I was going to uh, give a shout out to my man Alex Yard uh, and Knuckles um, uh, because I just watched his uh, theory of uh, Angel Island music the other day, and uh, yeah, I was going to say that the new thing that they introduced as well was remixes of the yes. music in the levels, right? Um, so, and it wasn't like completely fucking remix. It was just like oh. In the case of Angel Island Zone, for example, it was just like it turns a lot of the chords for, or the notes in, from like major to minor in certain points, just so it's like the same melody, but it just throws you off a little bit. It just, it, you know, putting things in the minor key is just like a classic way of making it sound like a bum out, basically. And it is a bum out because everything's ruined and it's on fire. And it was nice to have the music you know, always kind of setting the scene anyway. And then now also they could have the remixes to kind of change up the flavor a little bit and show like a progression so it wouldn't just be the visuals that would change or you'd go from outside to inside or things would be set on fire or the the season would change like in in mushroom hill zone but also the music would be there to accommodate and uh, also reflect that other interesting things that happen to you as a player in angel island zone is uh you experience that sonic has a new ability the insta shield which took a long time Ooh. for me to figure out how to use properly as a kid mm-hmm. but now i love it so much it's great i've only just um, got it I didn't, yeah. I didn't think about like, um, yeah, because in terms of, because I read the Archie books as a kid as well as, uh, you know, the better ones. <laughs> uh, but he uses it to like, you know, uh, shoot a projectile back at a baddie. So I was like, oh, sweet, I can do that. And I always fucked it up. And it wasn't oh, really. Oh, Ken uh, Penders could... lied to you. Ken Penders fucked me. Oh, wait, no. Oh, what? Whoa. Oh. Um, <laughs> Save that clip. I know. He's going to say, me to fuck <laughs> Jesus. Um, because yeah, yeah, but you can use it to like extend your range. That's the whole bit. Mm-hmm. So like in yeah. you know um, casino night zone, no ca- carnival night zone. The other one, the other night is um, it much easier instantly. So it's Hydro City, Hydro City zone uh, is uh, <laughs> just going to repeat that for the for the <laughs> so, non-believers. Do you want just like a minute much of all easier. of us saying Hydro City instead of Hydro City? City? Just so you can. It's a better. city and it's full of water. It's it's Hydro City. It's and hydrosity is not a word. It's I think not a that's word. The most compelling it's not a argument. word. That's yeah. That is the only argument. If we're gonna have just if we boil it down to just one fucking thing, there's only one argument. Let's look at all of the other level names in the whole fucking series, and they're all words because it's the. I shouldn't have to explain it. Why is this now? thing? It's like this Berenstain Bears shit all over again. I feel like I'm losing my fucking mind. Like I'm in some. I tripped and fell into another fucking dimension. Or something. <laughs> Josh, oh my Josh, no, no one's arguing with you. We're worried about you. <laughs> not here, not here, <laughs> not here. Uh, they're not. But printed a letter here that I'm prepared to read to you, Josh. 
you. <laughs> your Hydra City opinions have in- affected my life in the following ways. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. We're all on anyway, besides- Hydra City, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah Hydra. It's Hydra. I always Hydra thought it was Hydra City, City as a kid. Yeah, same. I, I I thought maybe that the hydrosity people had like an argument, but then I I think it's pretty definitive that it's hydrosity. Yeah, I never hydrosity's not a word. Thought so. of hydrosity until I saw it on the internet many many years later, and I was just like, that's that does that's dumb. It's completely dumb. I will literally have a fist fight if anyone comes to me <laughs> oh now. Oh my god! I'll give you my address. Come round and we'll come talk to hydrosity zone if you want your ass kicked. <laughs> I'll be in Act 2, bruv. I'll be waiting in Eggman's ship. What? Come say something. Every new time Josh talks, it just escalates in tension like another notch. (laughs) The next time Josh talks, it's just going to be like, my shirt's off. Let's fucking go. Here's my address. I've just got Hydro City just written on my chest in just like blue pen. Two separate words. Like, fucking go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, um... You got Hydra on one fist and yeah. the city on the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come meet Hydra, Hey, um, all right, look, I'm sorry. We're getting off topic. I apologize. We're going to go through this stage by stage. So we've talked about Angel yeah, Island. So maybe now? we should talk about okay. Hydra City. I did want to bring up that there's the elemental shields, which you first oh, experience yeah. in Angel Island Zone. You get all three. You get the the electricity shield, the flame shield, oh, the uh, bubble shield. I love the elemental shields. Oh, yes. Yes. So Absolute shame that that didn't become like yeah, it's sucks. Standard. I wish that that had just become like the standard Sonic power set going forward, and maybe even like you know add a few more here and there. But then they had to just keep changing up every goddamn game or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> giving him shields, I think, is is the best way around it, right? Because it's just like it's a temporary thing. You have to work to keep it. That's what's interesting. It changes your play style. It makes you look for different. Oh, you know, I've got an electric shield. Don't go in the water. You know, think about where you're gonna mm-hmm. go. Um, if you know it's Sonic Adventure 2 where you just put on a fucking wristband or whatever and it's like oh I can bounce now you know it's right, not yeah. as compelling I don't think it's kind of cool to have the immediacy of it like get the thing try and keep it it kind of calls to mind the you know keep 50 rings till the end of the stage to activate the special stage you know it's not necessary mm-hmm. but it's a different play style yeah. all- just like the utility you get from each of them is cool yeah sorry mm. they go ahead yeah they're all they're all really satisfying actions like doing the little mm-hmm. the little fireball dash across the screen, that's a satisfying action. And it doesn't feel stiff. It's not just like, boom, I'm going forward at a 90 degree angle. There's like, mm. it's not it's not arced, but you know what I mean? It just doesn't feel stiff. It feels yeah. You can like use it to like build up speed. Yeah, it's like a very organic part of the moveset. And I yeah. think like that ching sound when you double jump with the lightning shield is like one of my favorite oh, sound effects. Yeah. 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 So- Satisfying. Yeah. And the bubble shield is always the bubble fun, sound. Wow. Oh, no. I love that. <laughs> sound. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, and it's um, great to not have to drown in Hydro City. Yes. Uh, it's lovely yeah, that you can buddy. Yeah. You don't need to be constantly searching for air bubble pockets. Um yeah. when you've got Another the bubble thing. shield. And you can reflect but, the bullets that get shot at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you can run on top of the water. That was mind blowing also for me. Uh the first time that it happened good. as a kid. That felt really yeah. good. Hydro City is one of my favorite zones period of mm-hmm. any sonic game uh i love the music it. i love the aesthetic uh it's def it's like by far the best water level but i think mm-hmm. it's um 
just also just yeah. like a really engaging zone on its own. Water levels get a bad on rap, I think, in the series. And yeah, but I think I agree. Hyd- hydros. Now you got me mixed up here. I'm about to hydrosity just so I can piss Don't off Josh. You dare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's also too like part of like the uh, appeal of like the bubble shield was that it felt like you could just sort of explore around once you mm-hmm. had that versus like, oh, mm-hmm. God, I've got to figure out how to get out. Yeah. Or yeah. we're not to get stuck. I got really good at taking the high path on that to just avoid the water entirely, or as much as you can. It, it did. It did feel like like the ultimate thing you would want from a Sonic game. Like after playing one and two, it's like, oh, what yeah. would be a good ability for Sonic? What would be of value? And it's like being able to breathe underwater. That is that has huge value to it. So when you've got it, you're like being a bit careful with it, but you also feel really empowered. You're like, aha, aha. Yeah, you, you can, can do whatever I want now. Yeah. It even gives you those extra oh shit moments as well. Like if you mm. barrel into a baddie and then you're just like, oh, no, fuck. oh God, now I'm completely exposed. Mm. Fuck. You know, and so you still have those moments. You still have to be mm. careful and work around it and whatnot. Yeah, like those, uh, whatever, the, I don't know the enemy names, but the little bugs that like run away from you and then shoot a missile at out of yeah, their ass toward you. They're like designed to like specifically <laughs> mess with you oh, trying to I jump on them. I hate those fucking things. And they look like really pleased with themselves too. That always <laughs> bothers like it still yeah. bothers me. But like they, they stop yes. and then shoot something out of their butt and then they're like, huh, and then they just go away. Yeah. Much uh, like myself when works. I shoot things out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> you should so, be proud of yourself, mate. Yeah. The guys I really hated in Hydra City were the mega choppers, which were just the tiny oh, were little piranhas. You would eat all your fit, little all choppers. Your rings. Yeah. Yes. Horrible. Yes. The, Horrible little bastards. Yeah, they drain your rings, and you couldn't like jump properly. So it's like, I just want to get rid of you. I just want you gone. But no, we're just like, nah, 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 nah. And the like trick to they, that is you have to like wiggle the D-pad back and forth or something, right? To oh, not was that it? I, I, I don't know. It just, it just happens, man. It was like, I think that's how you do it. Yeah. Them. You just like mash the D-pad around and then they'll fall off. I, I know if you like, wow, I taught you, I taught Lee something. All right. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not to know because <laughs> some might say it's not very intuitive to, <laughs> the D-pad back and forth in order to achieve no. action in a Sonic no. game if it hasn't been taught to you. Mm, maybe we'll come back to that. Maybe they would have told you that if you called the one nine hundred Sega tip line or something. Yeah. <laughs> nine hundred that costs money. Yeah, you remember those? Oh yeah, I guess kids wouldn't. Yeah, back then you could call a one nine hundred number and then pay money per minute on your mom and dad's credit card to. Um, oh, yeah. have some teenage nerd tell you to, you know, get good. <laughs> I would legitimately it. dial that number, not even for the tips, just to be able to hear a voice talk about Sonic. Yeah. Uh, like just the, three, just the three recorded thing. See, we didn't have podcasts Damn, back then. So just the... <laughs> I had friends, yeah. But uh, they weren't saying, welcome to Sega of America. To hear more about Sonic the Hedgehog, press two. And I'd be like, yeah. yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so this whole podcast is just you paying it forwards? Just the, that's right this generation of- yeah, okay, i could be charging you money yeah. for this yeah yeah Be- before there were live streamers you could your only uh adjacent video game job was being the guy on the one nine hundred line to talk to grant yeah. as a child <laughs> where are they now let's get that guy on the show there you go that would be awesome if you were ever a former sega one nine hundred yeah call center yeah. employee hit us up we'd love to talk to you 
yeah, give us a shout. ghcpodcast.gmail.com. So Hydro City rules. Uh, it's yep. great. Uh, running music across the again. water is awesome. Excellent. Best killer, yeah. killer music. Act one mm. is the best of the two. But they're both, they're Definitely both feels songs. like they're both great. an escalation from Labyrinth Zone. You've got some of the same mechanics of like hanging on the pole and then it breaks away. Mm. Uh, water said, slides. And well, water got... slides and you've got like it's underground city. Like anything with a water slide, any video game with a water slide, I'm there for it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> anything with a yeah. water slide. Yeah. That's well, it. Dude, dude, I played like back then. It's like out rent Bubsy like once or twice and oh, it's nice, it, yeah. no it's fucking sucked man but they had the they had the water slide <laughs> with the, a, but it was like a log flumey water slide and it was like whoa yeah. made it all worth it for you no that, that was the only positive part of that experience um but with sonic 3 mm. you get the water slide and then it does a spiral because it's 3d because it's the 1994 future yeah. and then you're running on the water and Ooh, oh so man you go it, around the thing and yeah. go down and it shoot up in the air and there's and you go all the way past the baddies you're just like fuck you guys i'll see you later yeah, and then, then on your that... second playthrough, you're like, oh, what if I jump off at this part of the slide and have a look around, and then you find an extra life or something? It's yeah. good shit. Yeah. Can I talk about def- Sonic 3 rewards the exploration quite a bit. Sorry, yes, you can talk about yeah. yes. Thank you. I just want to talk about the, the lore implications uh, in uh, afforded to us in Hydro City Zone as well, and you shoot right up to the top, and you see the little statues of Sonic. Mm. Is it Sonic? Yes. Is it Who's that? Yeah. Who's that mysterious character? Uh, and, you know, perhaps tying in a little bit with what we see much later on in the second half in Sonic and Knuckles on the, uh, on the mural in the Palace. In mural. palace. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was... It's not an accident they put that character there, is it? I mean, there's, there's some sort of lore implication. It took me so many playthroughs to see that because it's right at the top, right at the very right tippy the top, top of the, of the screen. Yeah. yeah, it's... You can go like most standard playthroughs without ever seeing it, or if you are ever that high, it's just there for a split second, you don't really know. So yeah, it's a nice nice little Easter egg almost. One thing I like at the beginning of the of the zone is, you know, like you enter the zone by falling. And so if you hold right, you can, you know, shortcut your way to the um, mm. upper path yes. without falling into the water if you know that little trick and actually leading up to that at the very end of Angel Island Zone right after you beat the boss of Act 2 and then you encounter Knuckles on the bridge uh, I'm sure a lot of other folks are familiar with this but you can like mash the jump button as Knuckles presses the button to drop you down and you can actually jump off of the bridge before it drops yeah. you and then goof oh, off yeah. on that little platform there for a long time or until you decide uh. you're ready to go and you can actually use Tails to like fly you up on top of the floating egg capsule at the end of the level where you release the animals from, you can like fly up onto the top of that thing and then fly over an above an invisible barrier where Knuckles is standing there laughing and then like stand next to him. <laughs> so I used to do that a lot as a kid with my siblings and we were just like laughing. It's like, ha ah, Knuckles yeah. thinks he tricked us, but guess what? He's the dummy. <laughs> with that and with like debug mode, there was a lot of opportunities to like break the game. And I spent a lot of my weekends just doing that yeah just trying to go out of bounds in like carnival night and go to knuckles's section when he runs away you can chase after him and he's just like frozen there and he's blue he just can't you know can't move he's just like i don't know what that's all about i'm sure fred bronze knows we could ask him do you know what actually while i've been talking about all this i've been looking up the metrics for people who listen to or watch or whichever uh ghc podcast on youtube and 0.1 percent is portugal fred <laughs> So Fred, Fred. Hey Fred. Fred. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Maybe it's somewhat. 
it could be someone else. Maybe, maybe he's got his VPN on. Maybe maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we have got uh, 0.1% in United Arab Emirates. So there you go. Peru, Israel, Poland. Yeah, we're a fucking... Wow, I've heard of here, some like, of those um, places. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Americans, am I right? Anyway, sorry. So the, sorry. the, act, the act one boss in Hydro City is pretty challenging. Mm. Um, yeah, he's a fucker. You've got you to gotta spin dash around and try not to drown, assuming you don't have a... Uh, a bubble shield as he keeps as the little robot keeps circling around uh, under the it's a, surface it's a of the, where you're at hmm. it's yeah, a washing the, machine yeah the big washing yeah. machine <laughs> and definitely relied on second player tails to help with that boss um mm. but then after that boss you get one of the a, a very cool another not quite a cutscene, but like a cool like dynamic thing with the level where the uh the wall moves and is chasing you and of course in, in the sonic 3 standalone version as you reach the top <laughs> platform there there's a cruel spring that sends yes. you backwards that yeah. they replace in sonic 3 and knuckles with a one-up that whole sequence terrified me as a kid i yeah it made me so anxious high anxiety high yes, anxiety yeah. like oh god the wall oh like you're already like sort of and i mean you know you can't drown after you beat that first mini boss but there's still a part of you that's like how am I breathing? Like I'm under, I'm like, I, I have residual anxiety of playing enough Sonic that this should be a problem. And then immediately the wall yeah. is like coming in to kill you. It just keeps ramping up. Doesn't it? Yeah. Keeps ramping up. But then you get rewarded with the, like the spinny top thing where you get to see the 360 view of Sonic and you get to see his back spikes. You get to see him from all angles. I would sometimes just let, let him just stand on that forever just to be able to like, uh, admire the Sonic model of like, wow. Yeah. Quit staring Which, at Sonic's ass. You freak. I can't help it. They made it. That's what yeah. it's there for. Yeah. Which actually, I guess on that note, um, how do you guys feel about the Sonic 3 sprite? Because he's quite different looking than he is in Sonic 1, 2, and CD. Hmm. He's a bit uh, rounder. His hands hmm. are much bigger. Um, he's a little shinier. You do know, you guys like prefer it. the Sonic 3 sprite or yeah. do you prefer the... Yeah. I guess maybe I prefer it since it's like my favorite game, but yeah, I do like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like it suits that. the game. Yeah, I like that three quarter view to it rather than like rather than just like the flat Sonic One side Sonic profile. Yeah. yeah, the side yeah. profile. It just made it. It gives it like a little bit more dimension. Um, what, what's the word? Yeah, it gives it the illusion of three dimensionality, which we see a lot of in Sonic Three. Like we were just saying, the spiraling <laughs> water slides and all that. So yeah, I, I like it. It's a bit, a bit too cutesy, a bit too round, but you know, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Is where I land on it. Sonic Two is the best looking sprite for me for Sonic, but Sonic Three is okay. He's he's a little too Mickey Mouse, I guess. And <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't love it quite as much as Sonic Two. But yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's consistent at least. It suits the mm -hmm. overall art style. If the whole vibe of it felt very consistent you know and uh sonic one does as well i think sonic two suffers a little bit because you know, the teams were a little bit fractured um art wise it's just a little bit all over the map and uh you know reusing the sprites from sonic one and editing them slightly whereas this kind of i don't know you know you, you didn't have any missing sprites everything looked great and felt great and actually you probably do fred i don't know i'm sorry mate i'm sure there is something missing like so super sonic's probably missing one of the sprites in it but like it's okay. I don't know. It's it, it's fit for purpose. <laughs> we'll say mm -hmm. that a bit. <laughs> Can we <laughs> quickly touch upon the Hydro City Act Two boss? Yeah. Yes. It's yes. it's excellent. I you know replaying it earlier today. I think it's one of the 
best in the series because yeah. it's not um like so many bosses in video games especially these days um let's say especially these days i don't even play new games um <laughs> but it's it's very easy for a boss to be like oh it'll do an attack pattern and then you've got a window to hit it then it'll do the attack pattern then you've got a window to hit it and sonic's not really never really done that so much um but here there's so many different ways you can attack it he's got um so he's pulling you in with a with a water spiral thing once that's done you can jump on top of that and use it as a platform to get him then he's dropping the bombs and you can jump on top of the and up on top and get him you can get him that way or you can just wait as is as eggman's coming down to suck up the water and do the do the spiral there's a real water word i'm forgetting here but as he's coming down you can just hit him as he's coming down play it safe there's like so many ways to tackle it and and there's also you've got to be careful it's like if you want to do the bombs don't get hurt by the bombs if you want to jump on top of a spiral thing well don't don't let him fuck you up on the way it's really good guys it's really good Mm -hmm. yeah and there's yeah. the super fun inversion of it in Sonic Mania, which I think is like maybe, maybe yeah. like the most memorable boss from hmm. that game. Yeah, yeah, it kind of feels like um, like a little bit of a spiritual sequel to the boss in uh, Starlight Zone from Sonic One, um, where you're yeah. using the, but this time you're using the water bombs to pop up, and yeah, it's great. It's it's definitely a great boss. Okay, so then from Hydro City, we're into Marble Garden Zone, uh, which as a kid was my least favorite zone. Uh, but today is great. Like I, like I said earlier, like I think all of the zones are just great in Sonic Three. I, I, you know, honestly, like there's two things that pop to mind with Marble Garden. One is in Act Two, um, when the sort of earthquake thing happens and the the level is like shifting and starting to crunch, crunch you. And then the Act Two boss, which I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but like the the Act Two boss is just one of my very favorite bosses in the whole series uh, with tails floating you in the sunset aesthetic. And it's just, I, I love that so much with marble garden. Marble garden was, um, oh, I was just going to say it was my favorite to look at as a kid. And I feel like it's still my favorite to look at as an adult because I don't know, uh, as a kid, it just uh, really, I don't know, sparked my imagination that it seemed like it was like these mountains and there are these like big, uh, rock ruins and all of these other things. And I, I still, maybe it's cause I come from a flat place, but I, I just thought it was really cool to, to look at. Um, and I, I still feel that way. Like I, I like that everything's sort of on a diagonal, uh, through a lot of those levels. I like the trees with the like dancing peaches or whatever they are. Oh yeah. Little orange things. Yeah. Sonic oranges. <laughs> Sonic oranges. Yes. We're finally there they, are. they foreshadowed it the entire time. God, I should put that in the fucking thumbnail. The fake spikes are fun in Marble Garden. Oh, yes. Oh, um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. They're always the doing things to just like cool. switch it up. Yeah, all that like weird yeah. technology. Because I was playing it the other night when I was playing Air and you lot were watching. And we're just saying that like all this history that's implied, you know, all this strange technology. It feels like all these weird old myths that you hear about with like Atlantis you know, the, it, some ancient civilization, but they're supposed to have had like magic technology and all this other like futuristic stuff. Or uh, maybe that was just a Disney movie. I don't know. But like, but yeah, it had that kind of vibe. Yeah. It was just like, what, what are these little tops? Is that how Knuckles' people got around the place? You know, like what are all these strange structures and, and 
I also like appreciate how you come blasting out of Hydra City into Marble Garden and it feels like the ruins that are above you know like Hydra City is the flooded lower part of that same mm. city and Marble Garden is maybe the upper part of the city or the same sort of you know settlement or whatever yeah I think yeah I really like all that implicit lore like you're mentioning um and I think yeah. maybe that might be one of the things I appreciate most about this game and Sonic and Knuckles before they went hog wild with making everything explicit lore and get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> way too bogged down by all those details but yeah like you say I mean it, each 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 level has like cool new gimmicks like it, it, it just yeah. feels like there's tons of ideas in Sonic 3 not to say that it doesn't yeah. feel like there's tons of ideas in Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 it does but Sonic 3 just feels escalated where it's like oh yeah. each, there's a new a very new mechanic in in each one they have very strong identity don't they that like if you took if you stripped all the art and the music out of it you'd still know which zone you were playing based on the actual geography of the stage and the gimmicks within it and how you traverse through that stage uh, and you said earlier on that like Marble Garden's quite a vertical thing you're always tumbling down slopes and that and it does feel like you're like on some mountainside, you know, ruins. Like there, there's never been another level like it in the entire series. Not really. Like, nothing's no. had those sharp inclines. No. Like it's, not it's for the very... whole stage, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely... I like the yo-yo strings, and yeah. oh, I love the uh, <laughs> the vinyl records that you have to turbo spin dash onto <laughs> to like raise platforms. <laughs> My favorite thing is to do it if you're standing on top of it and it goes the honk noise whenever you bounce off of it. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst part about Sonic Mania was that they didn't replicate that sound effect. <laughs> yeah, let's get that as an achievement in oranges, please, guys. Uh, you know, how much can you bounce on the thing if you spin dash on top of it? <laughs> you know, get an achievement for doing it 10 times or 20 times or whatever. Honk, 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 honk. Come on, stealth. <laughs> get, get it done. Um... <laughs> Sonic 3 in general has a lot of, like, not not even, like, branching paths. Just, you can go anywhere. You can go up here. You can go over there. You can go down there. Mm. It seems even more explicit in Marble Garden Zone, where it's not just, oh, where you happen to be. Oh, you fell off there. Well, now you're down here. Marble Garden Zone, there's a bit where it's, like, it gives you signposts. It's like, yeah, go over there or go over there. And if you go over there in your tails, <laughs> then you can fly up. And yeah, it's it's it it felt massive as a kid. It, it still feels like why it's a it's a difficult one to map in your memory. I think compared to a lot of the mm-hmm. other levels, just very very sprawling, labyrinthian it's a big boy. Yeah, it is a it's a it's a it's a big boy. It also does something that I like a lot, and Sonic Three and Knuckles does this a few times later in launch base and then in lava reef and sonic and knuckles where the uh, and i guess it does it in angel island where the mid boss is sort of teased throughout a little bit and it keeps like screwing mm. up the the environment more and more and just those little bits of storytelling those tiny little cutscenes, i i really appreciated and yeah. still appreciate and it was so cool with eggman in in act two because it plays with the expectations it's really early in act two Eggman comes along, it's the boss music, and he just pops out. There's like, it's unexpected. It just pops out, boss music, you're unprepared. You're like, oh, oh shit, it's a boss, it's a boss. But then he goes, he goes, and then the normal music's playing again, and you're like, oh, uh, oh, well, now what's happening? And then the earth's shifting everywhere. It's like, oh, oh shit, mm-hmm. oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that paired with Angel Island Zone is kind of like a really cool way to represent like the destructiveness of robotics actions on this world that exists. And uh, I guess like kind of the pro environmental 
message of the that runs through like all the Sonic games at some mm-hmm. level, right? And it definitely contributes to the feeling that this is a chase, like that you're chasing Eggman through this island and like you've almost got him, but he keeps, you know, you're just one step behind him always. Terrible boss, though, in the second act. <laughs> I don't I really don't like that boss fight. Oh, really? Oh, I love it. I mean, maybe the way it is implemented is could be better, but like. I thought it was like, oh, like you could even see like on the little sprite for tails, like, oh, he's like trying to pull you up and like you got to chase uh, Robotnik and you got to, you know, knock him out. And I don't know. I thought it was really cool as a kid. The the little intro to it is, again, it, it plays with your expectations again because you're like, okay, this is the boss for real now. This is really definitely the boss. Then, oh shit, the floor's gone. Where am I? Mm. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh my god, it's like a it's a sky battle, it's a midair battle, and yeah. Tails is carrying Sonic, and it makes it makes the characters feel a bit more alive. Like you wouldn't see that in Sonic 2, because that's not how the that's not how the game works, but you'd maybe see it in a Sonic cartoon or a Sonic comic book. But now we're in the mm. future of 1994, we're getting mm-hmm. these atypical, like dynamic actions in the game itself yeah it's all exciting it's dynamic it's like playing a cutscene, you know which is something you that's still what's really don't cool see about a lot it. of mm-hmm. yeah you don't in games now even now you know that you still you still watch a cutscene and then it loads and then you're playing the game you know there's you haven't got that like intro to half-life where you're actually playing the cutscene, which makes it so much more immersive and yeah to have that in a game in a, a a fucking mascot platformer from 1994, the future of 1994, uh, is uh, is still pretty mind blowing. Yeah, very exciting, and leads on to, of course, everyone's favorite zone, uh, Carnival Night. Mm. Carnival Night Zone. Fucking. You know, it's not the worst bullshit. It's not the it's worst okay. clown ass remix I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's got some like you know, it's got like the glass shattering sound, and it's got a little bit of a little bass. I don't know. It's a uh, it's it's a zone. Yeah, it definitely exists. That's one where you were saying about like the uh, different multiple paths and things like that. There are some unusual ones in that. And uh, mm. jumping ahead to Act Two a little bit, when you're going down those big barber pole things, you can just jump off and go down and there's just like a whole fucking level that you wouldn't normally see uh in, in general these zones were absolutely huge and there was a lot of exploration you could get away with in mm-hmm. that 10 minutes you know yeah i spent um, a lot of times exploring the inside of walls because i don't mm, my main memory yeah. of carnival night was uh i don't know if it's just the way i was playing it or or what but uh, I frequently got the uh, you are stuck in a wall and are going to die in a wall glitch, uh, which was less fun. One of Robotnik's <laughs> nefarious traps. Yeah. <laughs> <those fucking traps. laughs> I think so, Carnival Night Zone might be my least favorite level in the game now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I don't think I, it's a very good level. Yeah. I, I don't I don't dislike I, it. It's still it's still a Sonic level from yeah. the peak Sonic era. But it's my least favorite in yeah in Sonic Three. Mm. I'm hard pressed to disagree. Although I'll say that it's grown a lot on me in recent years. I think I've come to appreciate uh, again just the different mechanics uh, that are there. The spinny things that you the big giant columns. Those are cool. Um, I love the dynamicness of the stage when the lights go out. When when Knuckles does that. Um, I like I like the like floaty bits 
that you go up and down on into the water parts uh, and the like weird, like gooey platform that like oh, yeah. you jump on and then it like raises. I don't even know what mm. how else to describe are they, it. Are they um, balloons? I like that. I thought they're supposed to be balloons. And the balloons also. I always interpreted that platform as like lava. Yeah, because like when you stand on it, it heats up, right? And then when you jump up, the heat rises. No, the platforms are balloons. They're balloons underneath. They're balloons? Yeah, they're balloons. Because it goes... Wow, I got to go back and play it again. I always thought it was like lava. No, it's not. Why would it be lava in a car? I don't know. It was just like yeah. the I mean, thing that my wall, child mind defaulted to, and I've never challenged this in the <laughs> whatever, <laughs> how many years, 20, almost 30 years since. Oh, my God. We're, we're shattering paradigms tonight. That is, I, they're, they're balloons. I like okay. the actual well, balloons. Yeah. I like the actual balloons in this level. I also, also liked the bumpers uh, that continuously yep. bang you into things. Uh, <laughs> but balloons, fine. Okay, so, so question for everyone. So this is not just Sonic 3, but Sonic 3 and Knuckles' answer to both Springyard Zone and Casino Night Zone. It is like that kind mm-hmm. of level. It's not the exact same, like all three of them are different, but does anyone like Carnival Night as much as Springyard or Casino Night? Casino Night is yeah. the best. Casino Night is the yeah. best. Casino Night's great. But Carnival, I think, yeah, I think, I think Carnival Night gets just sort of a bad rap. Um, maybe it's the barrel or maybe it's just because it's like, it's right before Ice Cap and Ice Cap is maybe like the peak level in the game. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like the, mm. the mechanics that are there are unique and interesting and they, they're very, it's just very playable. Um, I, I admit as a kid, it was not my favorite, but as time has gone on in my replays, I, I, I just kind of look at it now through the lens of like, just more of an appreciation lens. The mm. barrel alone should be an unforgivable <laughs> faux pas or error, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. It's like, I mean, now that we all have the hindsight of knowing how to engage with this thing. Right. But as a kid without, you know, the internet or anybody to tell me what to do, like, yeah, I remember spending a long time with my brother trying to just like jump up and down on it or use supersonic to try and get past it or whatever. and was never able to get around <laughs> it and it's bullshit. They should have actually taught you how to use it or engage with the mechanics properly in the game. And I think that, yeah, it's not good at all. Yeah, um, just having some up and down arrows would have yeah, been good. Like that would have been a wall right there. Okay, okay. Here, here, here's my take on it. When you jump on one of those, it bobs down a little. It has that momentum, that inertia, right, when you jump on it. So it's like, okay, this is reacting to the physics yeah. of Sonic jumping up and down, right? And it's like, yeah, that's a very Sonicy thing. But then it's also reacting to up and down on the D-pad. No, it can't be both. Like, if these were completely static things and you were trapped in that room and it didn't bob up and down when you jumped on it, you'd be like, oh, what do I do? Press all the buttons. Oh, it's reacting to up and down. Then you'd figure it out. It's the fact that it's both. It should not yeah, be both. Like yeah. You would never yeah, I was never able to discover that it reacted at all to up and down, right? Because I was like jumping on it the whole time and I thought like any um influence of motion on this thing was just happening because of the jumping physics <laughs> or whatever, right? Yeah. It's very poorly I mean, it's maybe designed fine, but it's very poorly communicated to the player, like how to engage with this thing. 
I wasn't confused by the barrel, but I do wish that Carnival Night had more like little carnival references in it because i think like casino night like you could play the slots in casino night that Mm. was that was uh all kinds of sinful and exciting for a young me um you know i could (laughs) i could i was going to the casino um take that away from you if they saw it no i mean i didn't play sonic 2 in front of them uh it it would have been removed what kind of carnival sins would you have liked in sonic 3 I mean, yeah. there's lots of stereotypical carnival things you could do. You could tr- try to shoot at something. You could mm-hmm. try to mm-hmm. like pick up something. Mm-hmm. There's, I, I come, I, I come from a place with a state fair, and I could name many <laughs> carnival activities that one yeah. could do. Should be able to stand in line for four hours for fried butter. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna spend twenty tickets on a Ferris wheel. That's what I want to do. I was just going to say, it would have been cool to have some sort of Ferris wheel thing in there. That would have mm. made it feel more carnival-ish. And yeah, some like, like carnival-y mini-games. maybe, right? What's in the background? Yeah. Do they have a Ferris wheel? I think so. So my mind no, is conjuring. It's just mountains no? and lights. I think so. no, it's nothing really good. Yeah. Balloon Park in competition mode that has all of it, like, the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Ferris wheel and the more actual carnival-y stuff going on. Yeah. But yeah, that's Sonic the point. Sonic could show his livestock. There could be all sorts of stuff. <laughs> there you oh, go. God. <laughs> But no, that, that's a good point because you've got the cannons. Why isn't there a oh shoot the targets kind of thing? Like you're in the cannon, it's yeah. like oh better fire at the right time, like a bit of a Yoshi's Island. Speaking yeah. of cannons, my head cannon is that uh, it's not a real carnival because why would that? Why would Robotnik just build a carnival for no reason? It's well silly. And I mean, yeah, you could go off the Fleetway or whichever nonsense of you know he's just getting the animals get distracted and he's gonna turn into robot i think it's all just a factory but just in disguise it's there's a reason there's not like actual rides it's because it's just machinery and and factory what stuff. indication he's, is there ever that it's painted it up manufacturing like carnival because um i don't know maybe it's making balloons i don't know maybe it brings <laughs> money to the local economy I... <laughs> where, where else are the balloons coming from you know there's a line in the when uh, at the end of the Archie run when they did like the adaptations of the Mega Drive games. There's a line that Ian Flynn gives Eggman where he describes Carnival Night Zone as being tactically crucial or tactically important to his plans on Angel Island, which uh, is my headcanon, which I, I like a lot. That he's like he he absolutely needs to have a carnival um, in order to <laughs> yeah. relaunch the Death Egg. Because he's just a frivolous man. Helium is yeah. a depleting resource, and Sonic's just wasting it by popping all these balloons. <laughs> My one criticism of Carnival Night is that I don't love either of the bosses, uh, the Act 1 boss or the yeah. Act 2 boss. They're both a little... Yeah. It's pretty weak, and it? They're just not my yeah. favorite, I guess. I'm struggling I... to even remember what either of them are now, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so Act 1 is the... It's the... I, I don't even fucking know what it is, but it's got like a little drilly spike that Electric shoots off, builder. and yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it, it may as well be. It is. It's a fucking machine. Yeah. yeah, so you've got these blocks underneath you, and the spiky thing destroys the blocks. Oh, that and, thing, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and you've got yeah, to it plays hit him. out, and you've got to fucking avoid it. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. It's, it's a breakout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've got to you've got to hit the <laughs> robots, and then that opens up the innards, electric innards, yeah, and then... (laughs) Extends the shaft. (laughs) Yeah, and then you've got to to make it so the spike thing 
sort of like ricochets back into him. I think yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a neat idea. It's Sounds, like, is it, okay. yeah, is it as fun as it sounded on paper? Probably not, but I like that we tried something new and it's intuitive. It's intuitive. It's fun to ride the little spinning top thing. And yeah. Like yeah. Damage. Yeah. They, they always give you that little bit extra that like, oh, I can do it this way or I can do it that way. Um, yeah. Act two, that boss fucking sucks, man. It's like the it's the yeah. opposite. It's the exact opposite of the uh, Hydra City Act Two boss. It's a it's a crap Hydra City, isn't it? It's yeah, just a crap Hydra City. It's, yeah, I mean, he I'm, drops the gravity ball, right? And you get and, uh, I, and electricity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but y- you don't. Yeah, you don't have all these options of how to take him down. It really is a stop and wait one. There's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Just stop and wait. And he's got the things on the side, so you've got to jump right on top, so you've got to do it several times. It it sucks, man. It really sucks. Yeah. And they've literally had you over the barrel for the whole fucking yeah. back two. Yeah. And then you get to the end and you've got the wait around for this dickhead to for his balls to drop it's just it's such a pain <laughs> yeah you, you, you know you're looking at the you're looking at the clock and it's like oh oh no it's nine nine minutes you got 22 nine minutes drop your fucking ball unless you have the insta shield it just seems like a missed opportunity for like a funner carnival-esque game yeah also what what carnival thing is he doing what is what is that to do with the time where you gravity the gravity machine yeah what what the fuck is it it? they could have done something conceptually like that but like you know like with the hammer where you hit the weight to try and like move the weight up yeah hit him up there hire me yeah like he's going he's going back and forth and you got to jump on the button at the right time to or, or he, yeah, he's like the center of a Ferris wheel, kind of like, oh, the Ferris eggmobile yeah. kind of thing going on. I will say, though, nice backgrounds. Nice backgrounds with, like, the nice mountains and everything. It's at night, and mm. you've just had this whole... I don't... I'd have to go back and play it. Is this the same background you see throughout? But the point is, you've got all this Carnival Night bullshit throughout the level, and then you get to <laughs> yeah. the very end, you've just got this very clean background of just the mountains and the countryside and nature and then you feel like oh i've reached the end now i'm on the very outskirts yeah. this is the and it's, carnival it's communicating mm-hmm. the journey again isn't it it's just yeah. going like, okay so you're up in the mountains it's setting you up for the next zone quite well this is cap yeah ice cap yeah the peak zone the yeah, best, music, best music uh hard times starting with snowboarding and yeah. the, the cool new view yeah. of sonic and it's just great. Dude, if you were a kid in 1994, and we all were, like, what's, like, snowboarding? Cool. That's cool. Like, snowboarding, cool. skateboarding, so cool. anything with a board is cool. Waterboarding. Sonic says, waterboarding is not cool. If your friends ask you to waterboard a suspect, tell a grown-up. <laughs> it was very, very, very cool. I was actually, the only complaint I ever had about it as a kid was I was like, why can't I snowboard for longer? Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, why don't you? It ultimately amounts to nothing. Like, you can yeah. jump. It's kind of but just you like an really interactive cutscene. Yeah. You just yeah. like miss out on rings if you jump or whatever. And there's a secret set of ten rings uh, that Josh and I discovered yeah. uh, playing Air recently. That if you jump over after you've got there's you can collect fifty total rings, but you have to like jump at a very specific time to collect uh, a string mm. of ten of them. Oh, Otherwise, you usually come away with forty. So there's a little little secret there. The little slalom bit where you skate towards the screen. 
in that way. Mm. You got to jump over that second one, and there's like a set of rings there, which I had no fucking clue about at all. I was doing it. I was doing the Chivo's achievement. Yeah, yeah, I was getting those Chivo's, and then um, I think I replayed that thing how many times? 30, 40 times until I saw them. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it but, took um, us a while. Yeah. It's interesting that still, still secrets, still things tucked away in there, and yeah, yeah. just great sequence in general man it, it definitely makes up i think for the carnival night being a little bit of a slog and then just blasting straight out of the gate with something so dynamic and and, and like you say very 90s cool like yeah i was into it and then it just gets better from there i mean like man like the backgrounds in this one like the mm-hmm. it looks so fucking hot well well okay i love how blue right. it is yeah <laughs> it's very blue it's very blue Love the blue little uh, penguin bad mix. They're I cool. Love I love the like penguinators. Yeah, I like the spring things that you like bounce on and hop up into the. Also, I think if I'm remembering correctly, Ice Cap is the first zone to have the Eggman monitors, which takes which if you hit oh. them on accident, uh, they they take away your ring. So it starts to become a bit more dangerous here as well. Yeah, it definitely feels like a late game challenge, and like that's yeah. that's like a nice little surprise because you didn't in Sonic Two you only had those in two player, so mm-hmm. it feels like they're they're building up on what they did before. Definitely a shame that Ice Cap wasn't in Mania because it's it's like when you're mm-hmm. thinking of like the most iconic Sonic zones of the classic games, like Ice Cap is always there at the top. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, maybe it is you know a huge percentage of that reason is just because of the snowboard uh sequence i mean the rest of the level is cool too but it like kind of peaks early with that snowboard thing like i wish there was maybe more of it or there could have been slidier sections like slipper slipperier sections because there there really isn't Mm -hmm. any of that i mean you're Mm -hmm. ultimately like on snow i guess or something i don't know there's not there's trying to get up at certain points uh, with those mm-hmm. little lifts, but there's not anything that's like particularly icy um, beyond the beginning. It's still yeah. a really cool level. Yeah, you think they would have done a bit more with, I mean, they did it, the, you had the snowfall on Sonic at the start, but they could have been more with, oh, there's a snowball that's getting bigger and bigger. There's an avalanche. There's, oh, it's snowing mm-hmm. here and there's a blizzard. And Dude, this is all the shit they would have put in Sonic Mania, you know. And there would have been more. Yeah. There would have been more snowboarding. It would have been more interactive. But ultimately, I'm guessing it was excluded from Sonic Mania because of the music, because it was all yeah. up in the air at the time. Mm. And like Sonic Team actually did ask the Mania team to put an ice level in there, so they had to work that into um, Press Garden Zone in the second act. So, yeah, yeah I, th- I think if it wasn't for the music issue, they would have put it in Mania because it's so iconic. And what excellent music it is, though. Yeah, it's peak. It's it's, it's lit. Ice it's peak. Based. <laughs> it's all the things. Um, it's all right. I'm struggling to remember what the Act 1 boss is. The Act 2 it's boss, I remember. It's a little snowman dude. It's like he that. looks like a ghost. He's like, yeah, he's got like the O face and he's T-posing and he summons ice balls or whatever. Oh, yeah, the ice balls. Right, right, right. Uh, I was going to say this ice cap zone, I think, is maybe the first and maybe only appearance of one of those like infinite falling sequences in Sonic 3. There's another one in Sandopolis in Sonic and Knuckles, right, where 
you are like mm. falling through the ice cavern and you will fall forever unless you realize that you have to like jump off at a certain point to like escape the loop. And I have never been a fan of those segments in these games. Yeah, it, were, it was a bit of a callback to Labyrinth Zone in Sonic yeah. 1 because they mm-hmm. had the same, you're sliding, going down these diagonal slides left to right. Um, yeah, that, that's odd. That's odd because I don't think Sonic 2 had any of those or at least not one that's exactly the same as that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's odd that we would go back to a Sonic 1 thing that we'd already sort of discarded in Sonic 2. Yeah, it just there's there's a lot of Sonic 3 where it just feels like this is Yasuhara at his peak like level design where it's just like there's a lot of good flow to the level, mm-hmm. I guess, for lack of a better description. And Tails yeah. is quite useful in this one because when Sonic gets frozen, you get your little brother to break <laughs> you out to jump on the ice. Or you are the little brother. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And you you I got something to do. Quite a bit, right? You got something to yeah. do smash a thing and you, well, you can pick him up and carry him about as well mm-hmm. it was great not talked about that i mean and there's a lot of like you say it's quite an expansive zone you go up to higher platforms and higher areas and stuff and when you like bust out that you're in that cave in the first act and then you bust out into the second act and yeah it does have that verticality kind of the geography of the level suggests where you are and it's it's um it's handled quite well uh, in that way and the backgrounds i'll talk about the background again man when you see like the mm-hmm. those ice flows kind of passing by and everything and it looks 3d as fuck like that is it's just remarkable it like, is yeah, really appealing have... it's a level that i'm if it if it is true that origins will not have the original genesis mega drive music i'm curious to see if my opinion of this level changes because i i i just like the music is so good that it it and I think the level is good too, but like the music is so good that I feel like it kind of carries me through. Like I'm just so into the music that I'm just like happy doing anything that I'm doing. And I'm not even like being very critical of what's going on. I'm just like totally into the vibe of it. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best tracks in, in the yeah. game. Um, definitely in the latter half when you get to the Jackson adjacent songs. Um, because I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, I mean, we've established I'm not a big fan of the Carnival Night Zone music and the Launch Base Zone music. It's, it's all right. It's all right. But Ice Cap, that's, I'm going to miss that one if it's gone. Going to miss it. I'm the weird outlier because, like I mentioned, I, most of my experience with this game was with the Sonic and Knuckles collection on PC, which did not have mm. the original music. So I feel like yeah. I'm not going to particularly feel too much of a loss if it doesn't end up being in origins gonna soften the blow a little bit for you I yeah think, man. yeah it's just not the worst thing in the world but i just feel like the the beta music is it's just sort of like standard ice level music but the yeah the finished version one is just it's got that punch to it the finished one sounds like you know i know you said like there's other sonic music that sounds like what the level is it uh oh yeah it sounds like ice the ice cap yeah. music it's like very like a crystally sound uh it's mm-hmm. it sounds it sounds like ice feels and looks especially it could, the it could act just be me, remix but it is. no mm-hmm. absolutely i'm with you man yeah when you when you you blast outside in act two and the act two remix just like strips it all away and it just sounds like yeah like twinkling 
twinkling snow and like crystals and and wind howling it's got that kind of flavor to it and the fact that like they had chord progression in the bass line is kind of goes do 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 like it's going downhill it's going down the mountain you know it's like it's all it's very evocative of like the environment you're in i think the other fun thing too is is this is the first snow or winter themed level in the genesis mega drive games like yeah wow so not not quite ever because Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, um, the arcade game, oh, comes to it. We yeah, don't with count. I, does I, it? I see. Don't I, count. This is the this is the first real one, and yeah. you know I think that I think that's a testament to like what an interesting and experimental series Sonic is that it took until the third game to get mm. the ice level. Yeah. Right. I like that. I like that. Because to me, Sonic is always going to be about like ancient ruins and, and you know, and then Eggman's cities and that and that sort of like juxtaposition. Like just have like oh the ice level and the desert level and the fucking volcano level, which admittedly <laughs> this game has all of those. <laughs> uh, right. But it took yeah, like you say, it took three games to get to that point and they were like, Okay, we'll give you the yeah. fucking volcano and level. To, you know, to be fair, there's a lot of, there's a lot of levels in Sonic Free and Knuckles combined. A so you can figure out zones or something like that 14 yeah zones. yeah and so you can mm-hmm. you can forgive them for playing the troops a little but it it come it's diff it's different it has that sonic look to it you know there, there's not any one particular thing in ice cap zone where you can say oh yeah this is what makes it different from every other platform game but it just is it just is like you've got the little like Sonic Sonicisms, you know the little dancing crystals in the foreground of the background or whatever. Everything looks a little bit abstract and geometric. Yeah, yeah. The shapes as they spin. Yeah, it's it's not just like um like the hand drawn sprites. You can see how they digitize the kind of in a similar way to the um slot machine bonus level. Mm. uh you know that, that that kind of look to it yeah it really stood out especially at the time you know was this going up against donkey kong country or was that a little bit later that was later donkey kong country came right. out around the time of sonic and knuckles in november okay sure right um well but so it, th- that was at least like on people's minds they were like how are we gonna push these consoles or you know what else can we do mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of that mode seven in there. there's a little bit of that digitized you know cgi look to it and stuff um but I like that Sonic levels in general have that otherworldly aspect to it. Like, yeah, you're on a mountain, it's the ice level or whatever, but there's like these just these crazy geometric shapes that are inexplicable and these like weird little stars spinning and and everything. I feel like they've lost a little bit of that in, in latter days, you know. I also like the just the placement of Ice Cap being the penultimate zone in standalone Sonic 3. Like it feels like you've reached like the ends of the earth of this mm. island um you know you've you've found that this you're not you're not you're out of the ruins you're out of the carnival uh and now you're just in like this frozen tundra wasteland um before getting into launch base should we talk about launch base go 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 it could be go tails go so <laughs> i actually like carnival night slightly better than launch base launch base is my, oh my least favorite goodness. Mm, That's okay. my... why is that wow hot take mm. uh i it just 
it didn't appeal to me as a kid. It was kind of like, okay, there's frogs that want to punch me. There's those frogs bullshit. are fun though. Yeah, they're all right. There's lasers. There's whatever. Um, I I don't know. I uh, neither are my favorite. Um, but I was not a huge launch base zone fan as a kid, and I still now when I get to that point in the game, I'm like, all right, like. Wins big arms. Mm. Where, where, when am I getting to the end of this? <laughs> Launch base kind of scared me as a kid because there's a lot of crushing deaths, which were always mm. my least favorite way to die in any of these games, I guess, uh, because it's like very sudden and abrupt. Uh, unlike modern Sonic games, which are full of crushing disappointments. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, folks. Hey, yeah. yeah. It's funny, I don't have a phobia of falling off a ledge to my death, considering how many times that happens in the 3D games. No. <laughs> well, you're talking about the background with Ice Cap. Uh, the background of Launch Base is one of my favorite things. Seeing the Death Egg uh, under construction is super cool. Mm-hmm. And mm. I don't know. I guess I just like the the yellow and sort of purple. Yeah, um, it's got a cool color scheme. Yeah. It's yeah. I I like this level a lot. I think it's great. It's um, yeah. It, it's I I'm, I'm not even fully sure what it's supposed to be. Obviously, it's a Launch Base zone. I mean that's that's my that's my head cannon anyway. But it's a launch base zone. Um, <laughs> but it's like so you've got the you've got the death egg in the lake, yeah, and then you've got all the scaffolding and that stuff, and you've got the yeah, pipes and the waterworks in Act Two. But then yeah, you've got these like big like buildings, these big stonework like brick buildings, mm-hmm. and you've got like these weird faces on the doors and uh, you've got the big tubes. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not entirely like sure what this is. Like were all these buildings there before, like were these, are these, what's going on? What's going on? I don't fully understand it, but it's cool. I felt like that was always like robotically building his launch base on top of some ruins or whatever. Yeah. Like that was, that was same sort of shit you'd see in Sandopolis or something. It was yeah. like another ancient city that was there that you fucked up. Yeah, because for, for brickwork, that's not Eggman style. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, those, aren't, those aren't the normal permits. Hey, Eggman is brickwork yeah. is Eggman style. <laughs> for, for obviously a different architect. Yeah. He, no, it's, it is, man. I'm just, I'm just thinking it from with you, mate. I'm with you. Think it through in my head, but you do see cool, like cool Eggman shit because you've got the um, fucking tubes, man. But no, it's cool <laughs> tubes, right? We've had Sonic going through all kinds of tubes, and now we've got the tubes. Jenny's gonna love this episode. She likes it when I say tubes. Yeah, I know she is. Yeah, yeah, she likes it when Lisa tubes. Um, but this is done. You've got Sonic jumping into like the little. It's done like done like a bit of an elevator. That's a lift. For those in the UK, yes. but it's like but it's like the thing. Yeah, it's like the things you in the bank and you vroom, in the tube. The banks in vroom. America used to do that. You put the vroom, and yeah, something's doing that. Did anybody else use do that exploit where you like stand in one of the alarms that summons the little birds oh, and yeah. then you just yeah, dash yeah. forever yeah. until you get like max one ups? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure my parents appreciated fun, fun, hearing that for like too. ten minutes at a time. <laughs> It's just another this, cool thing that you can play around with, though, is, is what's nice. Didn't have to be there, but they did it anyway. This was also the zone where Knuckles became a war criminal and threw bombs at you while you were just trying <laughs> oh, to, <laughs> trying to right. leave. <laughs> Seems uh, like very poor thinking for him to just like be carrying bombs and chucking them around a rocket launch area. 
that was so cool though because it was like we're at the last level now and it felt like such an escalation like oh no now he's throwing a bomb now the whole building's exploding it's like oh lucky i got out of that lucky oh i would have been in there if i didn't jump out in time of course it's like you can't really die in it you just hop out but it was dramatic launch base is cool too in the standalone sonic 3 perspective of it too because it's such a unique final level compared to even sonic 3 knuckles combined but sonic 1 and 2 where it's a very metallic you know factory and here it's like your whole objective is to prevent the death egg from being launched again so it's you know you're, you're in a last level but it's a blue skies level mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but it's still like with the alarm and with the background and with the bombs like it still feels properly threatening enough to be a last level i will say that for me i was very like um i guess this is one of those points where i thought oh i i guess that was it i was really mad because again i only had the sonic 3 cartridge and i didn't have anything else for a while um i was really like confused that i didn't get to fight knuckles at any point like Mm. oh he just like punches me and then he he falls and i'm like well that's not super satisfying is a huge anticlimax. Knuckles, right, like in his first appearance of this game, as Grant mentioned, right, he shows up at his most powerful where he literally punches the Chaos Emeralds out of Supersonic. And then they just like canonically depowered him, I guess, like from that moment onwards. Because mm-hmm. at the very end of the game there, he punches Sonic while he's riding in the little Eggmobile thing. And he just kind of like bumps it back like a bumper car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just throw, he's throwing a jab there when he should have been throwing a haymaker. It's I it's sort of like I, I mean I'm totally with you. Like it it is anticlimactic and like it definitely makes more sense in the complete Sonic Three and Knuckles experience. Um, but at the time, I I felt like oh well, that's just that's the just desserts for Knuckles of like he's been playing tricks on him and finally it blows up in his face and he he just you know yeah he falls down while the rocket launches and um, apparently I, gets burned to a crisp. I yeah. didn't. I didn't want to see Knuckles look foolish though, because he was like the cool new badass character. It's like I want to see him do cool badass stuff. I don't want to. I don't want the game. Yeah, to like end throwing bombs. Yeah, no, it is yeah. cool. That's like a baddy thing to do. That's like, breaking ooh, ooh, breaking no. the Geneva Convention. Just <laughs> <laughs> like you're not even doing anything aggressive. You're just trying to get somewhere, and then he throws bombs at you. When he falls, you get the first appearance of his like uh, his his leaning back and falling animation, uh, which is kind of a little treat. Um, but yeah, I think launch base is all about it's all about big arms, like you said. Uh, it's all about that like final boss battle and the music, which is dope. Mm. So, so playing the Sonic Free standalone version for the first time in a long time, there's a lot of bullshit that's exclusive to this version that you don't get in free and knuckles and we won't see in oranges presumably won't see unless we put it in as an extra um you know there's like so there's more eggman monitors and i want to say yeah and i i want to say there's like in the big yellow buildings i want to say they added some horizontal spikes I say added, more like removed later, but they feel like things that were added on to make it a final level challenge. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm making a sit of myself and then we'll go on like like Sonic Zone Zero or whatever and look at the maps and, oh, actually, there's only two changes. But it feels like it feels like a big change. There's definitely more Eggman monitors. Yeah, I guess I haven't played them separately from each other in so long. I just, yeah, I always play them together, so I don't recall that at all. 
Yeah, I can't remember it. I also like when I was replaying it, I was replaying Air um, because Sonic 3 is currently unavailable to me without a PC, without access to Steam. Um, yeah, you can get it on Steam. I believe that has a Mac port, the Genesis Collection. But I think it. all the Sonic games are Windows only last oh, I they? looked. Really? Oh, I might have to try that out sometime. So yeah, a bit of a anticlimactic ending for Sonic 3, but you know, you didn't know that at the time. You were just like, okay, well, that's that's the end of this this thing. The Death Egg failed to launch, so I mean, it it does like looking back on it, it's very obviously a part one. It's very obviously incomplete, but you again, you didn't. It wasn't sold to you at that time. It wasn't like here's half a game that you're paying sixty dollars for. It was just like here's the brand new Sonic Adventure. It's bigger. It's bolder. There's new shields. There's a new rival. Um, and it's continuing the story of Sonic 2. So it just seemed like, okay, that's, yeah, the Death Egg failed to launch and that's it. And uh, I guess that's it for Knuckles. Like, he just falls. Rip. <laughs> All right, it's cool, the chip, though. Cool, cool sequence, though, isn't it? I mean, like, going back into, like, mm. playable cutscenes again, that you get to see the Death Egg kind of take off. You jump onto it. You have the boss battle on it as you're flying up into the sky. And then you see it fall down, exploding afterwards. And it's just... You get to be part of it all. You feel like, yeah, I fucking, I sunk that ship. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. in, in the mix here. It's you um, get a big thumbs up from Sonic because you did a good you job. You do, you do. Um, it's all we've ever wanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the to, approval just tell of me a I'm virtual cool. hedgehog. Yes, give me a thumb. Yeah. Be my friend, Sonic. I guess the only other thing to talk about Sonic 3 that we haven't covered is competition mode, uh, which is where Knuckles is playable for the first time. So that was so definitely got a, a lot of use out of that just because Knuckles was so cool and new and fresh that yeah, uh, being able they, to play as him in any capacity was was enjoyable, even though the competition mode is not as good as the competition mode in Sonic 2 because mm-hmm. the levels are much shorter. But they do have unique levels, which is exciting and unique uh, music with very good music. Yeah. Oh, the music. Excellent. It didn't feel like a downgrade, really. Oh, for me, I feel like it did. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, when I got this game again on Christmas when I was nine, uh, I so I did the like childhood Christmas thing, which was at least in my neighborhood, uh, like, you know, you have to spend all day long with your family on Christmas. But then around like four or five, right, it was it was getting dark. You did the thing with like your neighborhood kid friends where you were like, look at what I got. Uh, <laughs> and you, you came together. And so I... I called uh, down the street, uh, my friend, and was like, I got Sonic 3, like, you know, and come down, come down. And we had enjoyed playing the two-player mode so much on Sonic 2. I was like, well, this is going to blow your mind because I've been playing around with it a lot this afternoon, uh, the actual rest of the game. And we went into competition mode, and I think we played with it for like an hour. And then I remember her like very politely kind of being like, what else did you get for Christmas? <laughs> and they felt empty too right because you don't have any enemies or really like a much interactivity yeah, so they, yeah you're just running through them and they feel kind of yeah like vacant compared to the rest of the game or the sonic 2 competition mode for sure yeah you're just you're just running laps it's the it's the, mm-hmm. you're doing five laps of one thing and these things they're just like 10 seconds loops like at most yeah like I can understand for Sonic Three levels, they're probably too big and too complex, and there's too many bits where you cut off and can't backtrack. They're probably way too complex to do it Sonic Two style. So I can understand, yeah, do the new graphics, make it all unique. Um, it's nice that they're not all stretched out. Um, but yeah, why? Like, 
they just needed to be a bit more substance to them. Like even well, the, ideally a lot more substance, but the fact that there was so little there, like why these ten seconds loops? Come on, at least at least give us some thirty seconds loops. At least put a few enemies in there, or just give us something, something. where you could something where you could like screw up the other player. Yes, could have uh-huh. been potentially potentially fun, but it it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like how hard can you hold R while memorizing this level? Mm-hmm. Like it, there was nothing <laughs> else exciting about it. Like you, you, there's not, there's not even an element of like, uh, oh, this is loops, but you can screw, you can totally fuck up the other person you're playing. Well, they, they were, I think, was it Chrome Gadget had there's a switch there's you one press you that would yeah, move the spring. Switch. Yeah, so that that was fun, but it should have been, it should have been more stuff like that. Yeah, I still, they still put a lot of effort in. I mean, like they still made five levels and five sets of artwork and five tunes and some of the tunes as we were chatting earlier are fucking fantastic we want to we want more endless mine you know endless mine, man. things you can't unhear mm. uh endless mine and escape from the city and parts are the same song yeah they even put them together yes. in one of the yeah. remixes and generations yeah like in generations, it, and, and, and you wonder yeah. when you hear it you're like okay well is this just well, my my pal uh, Alex Yard and Knuckles did a little video about that on YouTube. You can have a little look for that. Oh, another tube. I don't know. I already listened to one Sonic podcast, but I'll I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, yeah, They're very good. He's wonderful. He he's wonderful. He's great. Very informative. Very well researched. So this has been a big boy episode about a big boy game. Uh, before we wrap up, are there any final thoughts about Sonic 3 as a standalone that we want to make? The last thing I wanted to talk about is the bonus stage, the gumball machine, because you don't see that oh, sure. in Sonic and Knuckles or um, when you connect them. And this is like my kind of ideal for a bonus stage in Sonic games. You know, you get in, you get your goodies and you get out like in under 10 (laughs) seconds even if you want or you can like try to extend it out if you want to like um play as long as you can but even then it has you know a definite lifespan to it to kick you out of it and Mm, i really appreciate that it yeah is very fast uh doesn't interrupt the flow of the game too much which i think was the biggest flaw in sonic mania's like pinball bonus stage which was yeah it just Mm. completely kills momentum of the game to a dead stop it's, it's fun. It's like you're straight in, you're straight out. It's just built in to be very finite, unlike in... Mm-hmm. Um, in so it actually is in, it's not in Sonic and Knuckles. It is in Free and Knuckles, but it seems to be the one you see the least. Um, it oh, depends yeah. on how many rings you have. And I don't know, it rarely ever comes up for me. But the, the one in Free and Knuckles with the, is like the Sonic 1 style one, but with the slot machines, you can be in there for hours if you wanted is it's, it's too much yeah i do like the sonic and knuckles bonus stages too um but yeah we can talk about that in the next episode all right any any more closing thoughts on sonic 3 it's a good game you should play it it's a good game yeah, yeah it fine. can be appreciated <laughs> on its own because things don't have to be binary i i mm. think that you can appreciate it it's its own thing i agree I think I think it's it's absolutely uh, a very fair way to play it is just standalone. Obviously, the definitive version is Sonic Three and Knuckles, but I think Sonic Three on its own is still a completely satisfying experience. Um, it's sort of funny that there's a level or that there's a save feature for a game with six zones, but you know what? It's great. It's uh, it's it's a great game from top to bottom. Yep. <laughs>
including that. All right. That concludes our thoughts and our review of Sonic 3. Stay tuned for the next episode when we get into Sonic and Knuckles. But before we go, uh, we've got one more segment for you. So Sonic 3 introduces Knuckles the Echidna. And, you know, there's a lot of negativity in the fandom. Uh, There's a lot of negativity in the fandom towards certain parts of the Sonic franchise. And definitely one of the more contentious things is the Archie comic series Knuckles the Echidna. Uh, So here we are to say something nice about the Archie version of Knuckles the Echidna, who was introduced in Sonic 3 and expanded quite a bit in the Archie comics lore. Uh, It it tends to get a lot of hate and a lot of dislike for the various uh, lore introductions that it added on to Knuckles and the Echidnas. But that's not what we're here for. We're not here to to gang up on it. We're here to say something nice about Archie Knuckles. And uh, gosh, I mean, where do you even begin? It's like, uh, Oh, all the things um, you could say. It was dope when he was roboticized Mecha Knuckles. And then he fought Mecha he Sonic. He was so hyped to get roboticized too. Yeah. He Mecha like Madness. jumped into that roboticizer. Yeah. That was cool as shit. Um, the artwork by Manny Galen was quite good. There you go. There's something. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nice. There we go. Check. Check. I don't have a whole lot of experience with Archie Sonic, and I have read very few of the comics, so I don't think I have a whole lot of input here. But I did have a comic that I that was included in my copy of Sonic and Knuckles collection on PC, as I keep mentioning. Um, it was one of the ones from the Knuckles series where um, I think it was the one where he like meets that guy Nate. Um, funnily my name um, in a cave or something and they're like I don't remember anyways the thing that I did like about the artwork is that <laughs> Knuckles' gloves in various different poses look kind of like pillowy marshmallows and I thought that was amazing <laughs> delicious <laughs> Perfect. yum Very yum sure. it's yummy, Knuckles yummy yeah. uh, oh um, it's really progressive that uh, for a comic in the mid nineties, it's really progressive for Knuckles to have like fifteen gay dads. <laughs> <That's>... Whoa! <laughs> That's really nice. It was a, not a traditional family unit, no. but you know, it's to be. It's celebrated. almost it like lovely. it's you almost like women weren't important. Um, but yeah. <laughs> they... <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. I'll say this. So uh, part of my secret Sonic fandom shame, uh, a young me was very interested in the Knuckles comics. Uh, and in fact, there was a period in time where I was buying them from the grocery store. And that was the comic <laughs> I was buying, which, uh, you know, might might say a lot about me uh, if this uh, podcast is ever used in like a court trial or something. But um <laughs> I, I'll say that reading those comics, I think, developed a lot of um, important character traits in me as an adult, like patience and how sometimes things don't mean anything, like you wait a long time, but <laughs> something just means nothing. Um, it, it introduced me to disappointment at an early age. Uh <laughs> to be kind i know to me as like a not even a preteen but like an elementary school kid i was like these are like adult stories and i feel like an adult reading them you know now i look back and i'm like no (laughs) i don't know it it seemed at the time like i was reading something that was like mature 
Um, mm-hmm. a mat- that mature echidna comic. That's what I, I felt like yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. This ain't your yeah. daddy's Sonic, or well, maybe it is. Yeah, I don't know. May- maybe uh, I don't know. My, I, one of my favorite things was that they took a character whose sole story, his entire being, was was predicated on the fact that he's completely alone on this island. Uh, and then they put like a billion fucking characters in it. That's really clever. And it's a first expectations. And obviously it took a lot of effort to come up with all those different guys, different beards and different sunglasses. They had to put on their characters. Different, one of them's got a different jacket. One of them doesn't wear gloves. They're just, they're just fucking turning the whole thing upside down. Um, I, you know, whoa, blew my mind. I was like, my hair was like flying back, you know, like when I was reading the book, like, whoa, like I was on a roller coaster ride. A nice thing I'll say about Archie Knuckles well, okay. Actually, I've got two things. One, I really liked how the covers connected. There was it, it was always presented oh. in three issue arcs, and the yeah. the covers like formed like a triptych of uh, of a full image. That was kind of cool. But honestly, what I liked the most about Archie Knuckles is it made him feel important. Uh, you know, hmm. Shadows never had a spin off comic book series, but here's Knuckles with a spin off comic series, and it felt like you know there was a period of time where I was way more interested in the Knuckles comic than I was in the main Sonic comic, kind of like what you're speaking to, Emily. And I think, honestly, you know, to give it its credit, to give it its due, like, it definitely contributed to my overall impression of Knuckles being my favorite Sonic character. I mean, there's absolutely a lot to the series that is pretty cringy, or you can pick apart, or it's just not great storytelling, but it made Knuckles feel really important, like a very big figure in the Sonic universe, and I liked... um, I just, I guess, I just liked that aspect of it. Hmm. Yeah, that's reasonable, man. All right, fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm serious. Like, uh, it, um, yeah, it, it felt legit. I mean, like, yeah, I know you can say what you like about it, and I'm, I'm, I've, I'm been sat here fucking shit posting about it, but like, um, it. I am really struggling with this. Sorry. No, genuinely, I read it all as a kid, and yeah, it uh, it was compelling for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, it's not something I would choose to go back to now, but at the time, yeah, it wasn't just uh, cutesy adventures, or it didn't tend to get too bogged down in all the teenage angst. It did obviously later to mixed results, but it did feel like in a different way, Knuckles was on his own that Mm -hmm. yeah there were other characters but he was always being tested and he was always kind of going going really going through it going through the gauntlet you know and he still was he had like a a level of maturity to him that maybe the other characters didn't have he still had a kind of a somber kind of feel to his character you know he was a little bit more duty bound kind of thing so those elements i suppose were carried across um wasn't a huge fan of a little ant that breathes fire with a cowboy hat being his best mate. <laughs> you weren't he? a you weren't a fan of the fire ants that didn't. No, not a huge fan. It for you. Not a huge fan. Not my not my favorite character. What's well, not a, not a, you know my favorite character wasn't for example the big muscly uh, dingo army guy or any of them <laughs> or the hooded secret society guys. Or, Charmy's you know, friend who dro- died of a drug overdose. <laughs> who could forget yeah well that yeah charmy taking lsd for example or renfield t fucking rodent who they just couldn't right. seem to get rid of um so i kind of liked the dark nice. legion i sort of liked those hooded guys they were kind of they, they were like a little little spooky little little creepy 
I sort of enjoy yeah, it. Uh, maybe it suits the character again. That's like it's some sort of shadowy cabal of of evil figures, and again, Knuckles is still very much by himself. All this stuff's just happening in the background or around the corner from him or wherever, and um, he's still very much alone, you know, against this insurmountable odds. It's uh, it's fairly compelling stuff, I guess. I don't know. And there's just not a lot of other Knuckles lore. Like there's not no. like the IDW comics have not really gotten into Knuckles. Obviously the games, well, Sonic Adventure does give you actually quite a bit of, of Knuckles lore, but, um, mm. but you know, there's, there's not a lot else to choose from um, besides the Archie Knuckles. So it would be, you know, that's one of the big reasons I'm definitely looking forward to the Paramount plus Knuckles series is like, what do you do with this character? It's like, you can, there's a lot, it's kind of like a blank slate of what do you do with them? And yeah. I want to see something different than what Archie did, but for now it's like, at least it exists and that's fine. Anyway, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, really appreciate you coming back to the show and sharing your thoughts on Sonic 3. It's always a pleasure to have you here and in the Discord and uh, you're an uh, integral part of the GHC, so we definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, Yay, thanks for joining us. So stay tuned next week as we do Sonic 3 and Knuckles Part yeah. 2, Sonic and Knuckles. Thanks for joining us. And uh, once again, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to express that in some way. Give us a like, give us a sub, give us a five-star rating. Yeah, do a comment on it. Tell your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Your parents are probably our age and they might want to listen. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe don't tell your parents. (laughs) 